All who come to this happy place, welcome. The moment has arrived to welcome the world to Euro Disney. Welcome, curious friends. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 8092 podcast. No one is laughing this way because it's only me and Jeff. <laughs> now, now we are. <laughs> well, you could still laugh at me, but uh, yeah, so this is our first uh, summer edition episode, and as you can tell, people are all over the place on holiday, and also uh, you're stuck with me and Jeff today, which doesn't mean that it's going to be any less fun. We're going to have third lots of fun. And um, obviously, big, big topic this week, this month, is the... Yeah. This year, oh, this oh, year. It's probably the biggest news of the year. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm. Is the Lion King and Jungle Festival. Um, we were both there last weekend. And in the heat. Uh, in the heat. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Um, it was the hottest I've ever been there. Yeah, if, you've, um, if you ever do the meta dance um, in the sun on a, uh, a 36 degree Friday afternoon, you'll, you'll know what the, Sweating that, is that thing is like super in the sun too. Yeah, <laughs> like, there is no shade. So lots going on uh, for this new season, um, and um, it, everything is new, right? Um, uh, we've we so we yeah. haven't had we haven't had a summer season since uh, Frozen Summer Fun, if we can yeah. call that a season. Yeah, it was a show on a carriage white ride, but it wasn't really even a show, was it? It was kind of oh. like a sing along. Well it, was, well, it was called a sing-along, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was a, it was like an enhanced sing-along. It was fun. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't really that creative. When you put, like, videos of the no. movie, and it's the, you know, that it's not. Yeah. So, um, this is a proper season, and lots has been created for it. Um, and the first thing uh, we're going to talk about is the big Lion King show, Rhythms of the Pride Lands. In the uh, Frontierland Theatre. In Frontierland Theatre. Okay, so... By Chaparral and also by Pocahontas Indian Village. Frontier. No, it's the Frontierland playground. playground. Yeah. Yeah. We're already off track, but <laughs> why? Uh, I mean, yeah. I I guess I get it. It's just a. It's just interesting that they chose now and it's timing for it. I I think it's also because you've got this whole the new theaters opening, and I think they wanted to go for maybe an equally uninspiring name. All right. I mean, yeah, uh, because it's not it's not inspiring. But is it so? Yeah, so I get I understand the name change, and also understand that you know maybe Chaparral Theater and Pocahontas Indian Indian Village yeah. was probably not the most um, obvious name or the easiest name for everyone to remember. So is it so that you think they use Frontierland so that people will actually like know where to go and stop asking <laughs> cast members like don't bother this is this is a dlp help move <laughs> this is a stop asking us move <laughs> see i i really don't know because you've got the playground in um adventureland it's called the what is it the pirate speech pirate something like that yeah, yeah. but think... that one is a bit more obvious like pirate speech you know it's gonna be at least near pirates yeah i mean i don't get it mm, yeah well from chiron theater yeah i think it's just so that People just know where it is more yeah. easily. Probably. Maybe, yeah. Um, but it's so, still a rubbish name. So that theater is basically, um, if you watch Dynasty on Netflix, it's pretty much the same story. Um, so much has happened. <laughs> you don't watch Dynasty on Netflix? No, I don't. Um, so much has happened. Um, there's been there's been a lot of drama. It's been, it's been demolished too much, and then they had to build more yeah. of it. Um, well, it started off as like an outdoor theater. Right, 
And then they wanted to put a roof on it because Paris gets pretty rubbish winters. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going way back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is like so way back. They used to have a Pocahontas show. It was outside. I remember that one. Which, funny enough, um, I have seen. It's it, good. It was probably 95 or 97. Yeah, I think it was one like of the first few trips. Yeah. But it was a good show. I liked it. Yeah. It had um, it had fire. Yeah. Water. Fi- what do you call that? Fire. Uh, it, it was. It had, had stuff. It had water on fire and smoke. And it was all this like yeah. stuff in that water. It yeah, was, it was really, really cool. good. Yeah. And then they wanted to put a, a like a canopy on it. So they built these huge, ugly poles. Yeah. That really they needed to get rid of because yeah. nobody could see. Yeah. And I mean, in this day and age, you need to have, in Mount Lavade, you need to have an indoor theater because, let's face it, everyone was dying from cold during the frozen sing-along yeah. when it was in winter. Was it ever in winter? Uh, yeah, the frozen sing-along. Yeah. yeah, it was in winter, yeah. yeah. But then it was also in summer. Yeah, and before the frozen <laughs> sing-along, they had uh, Mickey's Winter Wonderland. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the ice rink and all yeah. of that. Like, Paris gets really cold winters, pretty hot summers. Yeah. Yeah, so now it's air-conditioned. It smells like fresh wood. Probably heated, too. Yeah, I would assume <laughs> so. Um, it smells really nice. So, it smells of like wood. Yeah, it does. You know when like the cleaner has come and she's like, clean yeah. the floor with the wood product? Yeah, it smells like that. Uh, very random. Uh, but it's so, it's so I was a bit disappointed that it's still benches. But they're actually quite comfortable benches. They feel more comfortable than they used to. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I was okay. I mean, for half a, an hour, I was all a right. wooden bench is a wooden bench. No, I like. Yeah. I don't know. But for half an hour, I wasn't too. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in there for much longer than half an hour. But half an hour, okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. To me, if you're gonna upgrade your theater, maybe like put some nice seats, like at the studio theater. It's not like it's outside and they're gonna get damaged. You could do benches with a back. Yeah, yeah, but also I think well, well you have to say that they're they're packed very tight. Yeah, and I think tighter than. The Chaparral Theatre. I think, I don't know, part of me says what they're going for is still this kind of frontier land feeling inside, and I think a theatre with nice plush seats, I don't know, does that fit? I mean, it doesn't really fit anyway, let's be honest. But I know, hey. but I mean, you know, backache is not theming, yeah? So... <laughs> <laughs> it's themed backache. It's, yeah. Oh, my back hurts, but you know, I felt like I was in the far west. Watching an African show. Anyway, um, t- different conversation. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, the outside. So, mm, right. So, it depends. So, wait. Let's go it's back. Box. Let's go back to the okay. construction and everything that went wrong. It's basically the answer is everything. So, everything went wrong for this construction. But they managed, against all odds, um, to finish on time. Um, the inside looks finished. This, as finished as it can be for There seems to be box. an issue with the curtain. Yeah. I don't know if that's a definite curtain because they have to have two people behind the curtain to like pull it closed. So I don't I know was, if it's like a design of... flaw or... See, I was wondering about this. Is it just two people with a curtain because that's how it has to be? Or is it a mechanic thing? Like, is it just a manual curtain? No. No, okay. the top... The... No, because when it opens, there's no... There's no one. That we see. Mm, oh yeah you're right there's something in the back <laughs> I think it's just too long and light so yeah, it just like opens and closes in a funny way I think if you just close it mechanically yeah. then the bottom of it doesn't go fully in so they have two people closing it anyway it's not a big deal like it's weird but it's not a right, big deal but when you have a brand new theatre and the curtain doesn't work properly like come on <laughs> I'm just you know but hey we're just going to give them benefit of the doubt and maybe it will be fixed in the fall because that's basically when uh, 
the construction of the theater will be finished. So right now the inside is finished most part. Uh, the outside is not finished. You may remember the water wheel that was in the concept art. Yeah, so at the moment that's, I think, in the sections behind the walls, right? To the left. Of the yeah, because I've got some construction yeah, walls I think that, left. Yeah, so there's, more, yeah, there's a few construction walls left. And so they did that. So Which they is could... really weird for a brand new theater to still see construction walls. Right, but it would be more weird if the theater was not ready for the season. Yeah. So, you know, you take what you can get, pick your battles. So it's not completely finished. And also, I don't know if maybe they're going to slowly add them. But um, when I was there at night, um, there are no lampposts in the area. Uh, and so it gets very, very dark. I don't think they, Do they need them. Well, I, I guess well, you, you need a few you... of them. And in the winter, you're definitely going to need yeah. them because it gets dark super early. It felt really dark when I was there at night. I don't yeah, know but at the moment, it's not a big deal because it gets yeah. darker at, what, 10 o'clock? And probably they'll wank to the bottom of the list because, you know, yeah, it gets, it gets late. Um, and then, so the, um, the construction um, has broken the railroad. Uh, we're allowed to say Sad. that. Sad. We're allowed to say that? I don't know. <laughs> um, the rails are, very, <laughs> I don't know, well, let's just go for it. The rails are really, really damaged from all the construction trucks and everything that's happened in that area over the past few months. So um, right now, uh, they're not going to do anything because work is going to start again in October to finish the theming and to finish some of the elements that haven't been done. So it's probably going to be October, November. Is there a show in there this winter? We don't know yet. We don't know. Um, I hope so. That would be nice. Yeah. But that means that they would only have October to work on it, which is probably fine to install a water wheel and do a few things. Well, there's a bit of September as well. It finishes mm. the 22nd. Yeah. Well, but then they'd want to rehearse in the theater. Let's well, they could just... still rehearse inside while they finish outside because that's what they did for Lion King. Okay, fine. Um, and, th and so, yeah, so the rails are really damaged. And if they start working on them in October, I don't see, uh, I don't think the railroad will be open at all in 2019, which is a shame. I think it's sad. Because the railroad, I don't for me, it's such a big part of the park. Yeah. Like, I like taking the train around the park. Having a year without it feels... It's been more than a year now, because when did it close? Uh, no, it closed in about October sometime. Yeah, so... so but so it will if be it, a year. But if it reopens, like, in January or February... And, you know, also, they, they love to do those, like, seasonal winter closings. So if it doesn't yeah. reopen until um, spring 2020... Yeah, that's good then, for March. Then we're going to have, like, a year and a half, literally, with no railroad... Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, meanwhile, I think Walt Disney World closed their railroad for a year to build Tron. Well, they're still good. It's still closed. And what, I think Disneyland rerouted it within a year for Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. So we just destroyed it by running some trucks over it instead. Yeah, so bit of a mess there. But hey, we have a theater, yay! Um, so theming inside the theater is... So well, the first time I went, it's I was so like, basic. oh, there is no theming. <laughs> but there is. But you can't really see it because it's like dolby cinema rules <laughs> that everything is black uh so it's it's either like really dark 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 brown but they're actually some kind of like shutter yeah you can see style. like word panels on the it looks walls. like the abercrombie store you know yeah <laughs> so but like a really dark version yeah even darker than the abercrombie <laughs> store um and so it's there and it's really minimal but I think if you maybe if you turn on like the um, the service lights, you really see it. And also when you exit, yeah. there's there's like a hallway and it's all covered in wood. Looks a bit like Bigthorn Mountain. Yeah. Exit. Yeah. Know. So it's fine. It's okay for, for a steam and go. It, it's it's okay. You know. Yeah. But I mean, they were never shy to say that it's a black box, and that's really no. what they're going for. They want to be able to, to make any type of show in there, and uh, even an African show. Right. 
or a Frozen show, or um, um, you know, maybe um, Forest of Enchantment mm -hmm. could fit in there. Um, so yeah, so um, the outside is um, it's big. They've done an okay job, I think, at disguising. Yeah, some nice stuff. What they did is like you know this. Um, what is it called? Like the this like not augmented reality, but this um you know like the, what they use on Main Street with like uh, the windows are force perspective. Force perspective. There's a bit of like force perspective in the sense that yeah. the front of the facade, the facade is really big, but up to the middle of it, there's some kind of roof. So it kind of looks like it's a smaller house that's in front of it and makes the rest of it look smaller. Yeah, and you've got some you balconies like, and some windows. Yeah, some windows. Stuff. But if you look at it from if you stand like sort of like towards the exit of the theater and walk away a little bit towards the, the Jembe Joy village, you really see that angle of it and you're like, wow, this is giant box. But hey, yeah, there aren't that many ways to build a giant theater. and no. you know. It's a big theater too. Yeah. I mean, have you ever, I guess the answer is no, but so I was trying to get in to see one of the shows just as one was exiting. And my gosh, like trying to walk up the path towards the village whilst people are leaving, it's impossible. Yeah, well, that area has always been kind of crammed, right? Yeah. Just... We just ended up waiting. Mm. So um, let's talk about the show. It's good. It's good. It's good. So it's funny because the uh, to me, I wasn't... I didn't, so we knew, we knew a little bit what to expect. It was going to be really... It's really focused on the talent and the voices. Yeah, and they cram a lot of songs. We so, knew that before. Yeah. Even from the, from the name, you know, Rhythms of the Pride Men. And it reminds me of, it's actually almost the same name as this album that came out after Lion King. Um, that was a compilation of songs inspired by the Lion King that was called Rhythms of the Pride Men. But anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's new. No, I didn't yeah. know that. You know this. No, I didn't yeah. know that. Album. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. There's a whole album. And like, it's inspired by Lion King. It's not Lion King songs. Oh. Um, but it's sort of like an extension of the movie. And here we have actual Lion King songs, plus songs from Broadway. Um, yeah. that it took over and so it is definitely so what it's not is not a character show and it's not a sort of like happy like giant dance troupe type of you know it's not Festival of yeah. the Lion King and it's also not here come on in I'm going to tell you of the story of the Lion King and we're going to go gently through this no it's very much what I, you know what I like to call it a Broadway concert yeah it's like a best of it's like something that you'd get at um, you know the, the theater um the, you know the... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know when they do like all the Star Wars stuff and like oh yeah, right, yeah. Um, down like at the yeah. they do like Broadway concerts yes. in London. <laughs> it's beautiful. We've, we've got, it's like round, around. like you know, like it's round by Hyde Park. Yeah, Albert Hall. <laughs> uh, Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, exactly. It's something you would see at Royal Albert Hall, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I went to the thing that they did in March, and it's basically the same thing where. They just sort of like go, okay, you know these songs, you like them, we're just going to sing them now and yeah. enjoy and it. And it works in the sense that, I mean, I, you know, the first performance, I, I got Misty Eyes a little bit. Yeah, and some really, I think some really nice a lot of it, I don't want to, a lot of people have, I don't want to, um, you know, out my uh, my uh, seat, my, my partner next door who was sitting there, well, not partner, but uh, my, my colleague <laughs> who was sitting next door and uh, she was trying to film and, um, and uh, you know, apparently you, she was like, well, I posted my video, but uh, you can kind of hear me cry on it. I was like, oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah there's, there's some really nice moments. It will definitely hit you in the feels. Um, visually, um, it's simple, there's but effective. It's, I think it's simple, but effective. So there's no, like, there are a few cute effects. We're not going to, are we spoiling? I don't know. That, you know, um, 
Are we spoiling? Are we spoiling? There's like there's a few entrances that are really cool. Yeah, and there's a lot of music styles. Yeah. That, and they kind of blend together really well. Yeah. And um and the set is really cool. It's a lot of drums and like you know there's LEDs in them and they just sort of like yeah. I like the light spinning up to thing. The music. The spinning thing is pretty cool. Like the stage, how it just is like oh, pretty yeah, much yeah. always yeah. spinning. Yeah. There's like a center element that spins and yeah. kind of become Pride Rock for a second. And then, and then it'll become the bit, uh, what they call it, when Mufasa's like... Yeah. That thing. The, the gorge. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, okay, let's call it that. Isn't that the word? I don't know. In the gorge? Gorge? That, yeah. that thing. Yeah. You know the bit. Yeah. You've probably seen The Lion King. We're not yeah. spoiling The Lion King. I didn't love that part. It's kind of like, I mean, it keeps spinning and like, you know, and like Mufasa dies. You know? I was just kind of like, what is going on? who is who? And then Mufasa just doesn't come back even in like the encore where they're all sort of like on the stage he doesn't come back no he does at the end yeah no that's yeah. not no? oh yeah well well does so he you... not play a different role like the actor performer and we're gonna talk no, about that because, no, no, because they're humans as performers so we're Scar's not breaking character at the same time as Mufasa mm, because yeah. Mufasa has to die yeah I guess we have to see it again <laughs> <laughs> That's the repeat factor for you. If you don't understand what's going on, you have to see it again. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, so, there's some really good um, acrobatics. Yeah, yeah, and the vocals. I mean, for They're me, great. this is really what does it. And and um, you know, I, I went to the press conference and heard some of the stories. And um, you know, one of the performer, his um, his brother used to be in the first show. Um, uh, one of the um, uh, one of the casts who um, plays um, Nala uh, was a dancer in. Um, Legend of the Lion King, who was in Videopolis um, years and years ago, and now she gets to be the lead in this new production. So a lot of um, a lot of like circle of life, a lot of emotional stories from the cast, and uh, you know, like we've seen in the, the pre- presentation videos, um, some of them are coming from Broadway, and basically what they're trying to say is that they could have gone like a job in London, a job anywhere, but uh, they really are pa- so passionate about the Lion King material that they wanted to be part of the show. So. I think very passionate cast, and they're all very fun. Um, um, Pumba, uh, I mean, and still the, the one, the guy I met is really funny. This American guy who, uh, so the characters are humanized, so they're definitely performers with costumes that are inspired by the characters. So it's not like there's no puppets and there's no um, there's, there's no, no like, at full-on costumes. There's no Sazu, which is weird because then you hear. Muf- no, because Mufasa, who sings Zazu's part? Mufasa plays yeah, yeah. the, the lines of yeah. Zazu in Coming to Be King. And That's the, weird. It really kind of confused me at first because I was like, so is he Zazu? But no. It works, but it's weird. Once you realize, then it's fine. But the very first time I saw it, I was like, wait, who is who? You know? I do, and this, that's the thing also a little bit. I kind of got, the costumes are beautiful, but I feel like a lot of them are very similar. Like, Rafiki is very different. Yeah. And obviously, now that you recognize her, she has, like, little ears. Yeah. And But, like, when it comes to, like, the lions, the, the male lions, I'm all yeah. kind of like, oh. Yeah, and it, it's, for Simba, it kind of works because at the start, you've got him without his... What, what are we calling these things? I think we're not going to find any words today, so... Yeah. It's like a thing. He's like, like adult <laughs> fur, I'm going to call it. Yeah, <laughs> when he becomes from a kid... To an adult, you know. Like, it's like a yeah. weird cage they put around yeah. the back of their head. It, it's weird. Yeah. Like, it's like, um, it's like a, you know, a satellite dish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the costume people are going to love me for saying that. Um, you but can it, get all the channels for that. <laughs> you, get, you can get all the channels from Africa. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, oh my god, <laughs> Simba without it, like I think he it worked better because I could tell who he was a bit better. I think yeah, but then he kind of looks like the other lines. Um, so, anyways, so but overall, really great quality, um, and and also I think this is like so. I'm still trying to put my head around how you know Jungle Book and Iron King fit together. And I think we can animals. tell from animals, yeah. <laughs> and we can tell from the season that like the Lion King section is very different from the Jungle Book section because the Jungle Book section we're going to talk about in the next segment is very much a Disney parade, Tokyo style. Let's sing, dance, big, wild, boom. And yeah. on the other Whereas hand, Lion King had no characters. Jungle Book is like here's all the characters we found yeah. them, except Pluto. But we'll talk about that later. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> and so. Um, um, the Lion King, so I feel like it's it's a much it's a completely different style. Yeah. Um, I guess it's I guess if you look at the season as being the Lion King, the Jungle Festival, as sort of like it always almost feels to me yeah. like two seasons running at the same time in the same park, which is fine, but yeah. you just like because let's face it, it's different continent, different story, and different show style. Yeah. But somehow they mash them together, and I think it's fine. Yeah. I've gotten used to it. Yep. Are we talking uh, cues? Cues? Because um, we can well, offer it MasterCard advice. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get MasterCards for this show. Yeah. So it's four tickets total. It used to be five tickets total. Yeah, I don't know how many. Is it four or is it five? I don't know. I asked before. If you're a card holder, you can come uh, in the morning. But, of course, you have to rope drop Yeah. If you extra don't, magic time. Yeah, if you don't have <laughs> extra magic time, yeah, forget just it. forget it. Yeah. Like, you're going to um, have to queue. Sorry. Yeah, and I mean, so I tend to like going to um, studio services for EMH because first, less people go to studios. Yeah, doing EMH and um, EMT. Sorry. However, and... there's, there's a big sort of interesting thing that's a bit different between the two. Uh, Disneyland Park opens its gates at eight, where that's the same time City Hall opens, and you can just stand on Main Street and do absolutely nothing for half an hour. Yeah, but you have your tickets. But you have your ticket. <laughs> Studios opens at eight thirty. Oh, oh, and then okay. you can so do you the want, park. Oh, so you want to go to Disneyland Park then if you're gonna get the tickets? Yeah, yeah. And so run to City Hall and get tickets. Um, but also because to then be you honest, can skip the queue. You can go into the. It's the same queue mm. as the orange and green cards. Yeah, and you just which so is not really on. which is not really the official way it should be done. But hey, but it's different seating. So you sort of get put into this orange and green card queue, but also the signature experience ends up in this queue too. Right. But it's weird. Like, I, I mean, when they used to do that, this for the Marvel show, maybe it's because the the, sort of, the, sort of, the theater entrance procedures are different. Yeah. And they sort of bring the green card holders to the front. So it's not, it's not a case. It's the same entrance. It's not a case of you will be together in the queue. Right. Like, but, I mean, what I'm saying is that for, like, Marvel, for example, you had to queue in a main queue, and there was no other option to go. You couldn't go into the orange green cards. I guess I queue. think they figured out that it doesn't really matter because your seat's reserved anyway. Yeah, and everyone was showing up five minutes before anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, so you get so you can go all the way to the side of the entrance, and they'll let you in there. Yeah, and um, it's reserved seating. It's the same seating as the signature experience. But, right, but there's only... Is it 15 per show or 25 per show? There's 25 per show, and it's only on the first and last show of the day. Right. 
The two. That's so I think there are fifty. There are fifty seats a day, and um, so good luck. Yeah. Don't mind me. I'm opening candy. May the odds be ever in your favor. Um, but it. Um, I can't open this candy. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, but no. But the thing also is that if you don't get tickets, so everyone was so scared uh, the queues were going to go to Central Plaza and all. And honestly, the stories I've heard from people, yeah, not if you show up like forty-five minutes to an hour before each performance, you and I would, be. I would advise going to the second and fourth show because the first show is always going to be busy. People are excited to see it, and then the second show kind of falls during lunchtime. Um, then the third show. People are still going to be excited for the afternoon. Yeah. And then the fourth show is really close to parade time. So anyone who's waiting for a parade is probably not going to queue for that show. So and show number two and four. There's more seating in those ones as well because the signature experience and the MasterCard tickets, they basically take up the whole central section. Yeah. So you've got a whole section of seating that's suddenly open. Yeah. So, yeah. So two and four. Although four is Five, also... Four is during parade. So. Yeah. It's always kind of a good one. It also works for making a magician. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, oh, and um, just to finish, uh, my little uh, thing that bugs me every time I see the show, um, the background. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel very strongly about this. And even though, and I'll say it again, it's a great show, great quality, great performance. But um, so somehow uh, there there is a giant white background at the back of the stage. It's kind of like a movie screen. And they have those wash LED lights on it. And for most of the show, it's just kind of like a gradient color. There are a few yeah. overlays that come down for like, can you feel love tonight? I have stars. And then I think Kunimitada has like some... Yeah, some and movies. I think he lives in you as well. So has a bit of a... A bit of a thing. But most of the show is just this like white background. And to me, it really feels like... But it's not white. It's always like a an orangey color or a gray, red or... Right. But it's, I mean, it's originally something. it's white. It's just because it's yeah. got lights on it's it. It's a screen. It's a, and it's a big white screen. And it's really huge. Um, and like when it becomes blue, it looks like the Windows error message. And like, <laughs> kind of it's it just like, so when I saw, I saw the very first public performance and to be honest, for a second, I thought that maybe the screen was broken. Um, that maybe not the screen, but maybe like there was supposed to be projection and not, and I'm not asking or hoping for like, you know, like character projections or anything like that, that would break sort of the authenticity and the, the idea of the show. But I feel like maybe they could have had like. You know, like you know that ad for that they did, where like the birds, oh, the ad for yeah, the season, yeah. where the birds are like flying over the water, yeah, and it's yeah. this like orange thing. Like I feel like maybe something like that could have like given it a bit of depth to the stage, because it really feels like they're performing in front of a cinema screen sometimes. And just my just my thing, and it, it is like bothers me a little bit. I feel like it's a yeah. bit empty. Um, it doesn't bother me so much, but but I guess there is more you could do. Yeah, and I'm not asking for like projection mapping or a giant LED screen like Marvel, like because this yeah. is definitely not that type of show. Oh, I have one last thing to say on this show actually. Oh. Um, the sign language guy. Yeah. I so instead of making the magician, have you ever seen it with the sign language person? They just kind of put them at the side of the stage and they're mm. just there signing. Mm. And then during, I think it's like, what's the song? Um, what's the Lion King show? Circle of Life. Circle of Life. They sing. Because they need the stage, the sign language person's like, okay, I'll be back in about five minutes. Um, during this, the sign language person is pretty much part of the show. Yeah. They're always on the same side of the stage, yeah, but they're moving around, they're interacting a bit with the characters. Yeah. Like, 
It's really well done. And they're doing this thing called uh, like singing signing, sing signing or something. Yeah. It's a different sign language from what I can understand. It's quite technical. <laughs> um, it's, so basically they are conveying the emotion of the song, not just the lyrics like they would like recite the text. So they're really trying to, you know, it's very inclusive and um, it's great. It's really cool. Yeah. And he's wearing a cute hat, like a little round hat. Yeah, like, and, <laughs> it's not just, you know, it's it's not the sort of a thing. It's like, yeah, we're doing this. It's nice. Enjoy it. Yeah. It's part of the show. It's and great. I think it's every weekend that he's there. I think so. Yeah. Um, so good, good. Um, happy days. Happy days. Um, should we talk about the Jembe Joy village outside? It's basically the frozen village, but... It's more basic. And they've just changed it's, the name, so now it sounds African. But, but somehow they've really managed, the they have managed to make it a bit more basic. Like, there used to be that kind of alcove type thing, and there used to be stores on either side. Yeah. Now there's not. Yeah, that's true. There was, like, the princess yeah. makeover yeah. store. That's closed. Yeah. And instead, we have a snack store and a merch store and drums. Yeah. And the... Um, um, Topiaries uh, from oh, yeah. spring into spring, swing into spring. They look spring good, spring. so I'm yeah. fine with them. Yeah. And the merchandise store, it sells stuff. Yeah. The snack stand's good. Yep. There's slushies, and there's... Um, there's the paw, I think. There's the, the paw. The paw. There's and... the sipper. It's the only place I saw in the park where you can buy the sipper. This one? Oh. No, this is great for audio. This yeah. one? Yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, um... Yeah, the sipper you can get there. Which is really expensive, I think. It's 15 euros with a drink included. Yeah, it's but okay. I mean, like, it's kind of plastic. Like, but it's quite well made. Yeah, it's well made, I guess. And it's you know, like, you get... You this get, is not very audio, yeah, but yeah. we're just playing with it. But You get a eh. you get a 4 euro drink, I think, so really it's 10 euro for the sipper. Fine. It's okay. Yeah. Um... Right, so I'm um, really happy, though, that the area is reopened because that thing has been closed forever and it's yeah. just been, like, such a saga. Um, so it's good to have a new fun show. Yeah, it um, looks good. In and... there. Um, and it runs until the end of September, and then I think it's going to... 22nd, uh, I yeah. think. Yeah, and then it's going to stop and come back next summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Um, so we're going to take a break so I can open my... Candy, um, yeah, he didn't manage it. I know, it's like, <laughs> all right, I don't get it. Oh, there you go, I got it, I got it, I got it. Here, have some candy. Um, and uh, we'll be right back to talk about the other show. I was gonna say the better show, <laughs> no, 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 the different show, the other show, the other show. It is also better. And Jungle <laughs> Buchai, we'll be right back. Even 
won't be caught unawares. So prepare for the charms of a lifetime. Be prepared for sensational news. A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded. When at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously spread. Be prepared. But of course, good pro quo, you're expected. Take certain duties on board. So prepare for the coup of the century. Be prepared for the murkiest year. Meticulous planning, tenacity spanning. Decades of denial is simply why I'll be king. Undisputed, respected, saluted. Unseen for the wonder I am. Yes, my teeth and ambitions are bad. Be prepared. Yes, my teeth and ambitions are bad. Be prepared. And we are back, and that was an extract from Rhythms of the Pride Man. They're they're um they're gonna sell the CD. Yeah. <laughs> That's at some point. Such excitement there. At some um, point they're gonna sell the CD. It's there. Oh, it's there. Yeah, it's already on sale. Or? Well, it's been spotted in the back of one of the Chevy's store merch thing. Someone has <laughs> seen it in the back, but I don't know if it's like on the shelves yet. It has been produced, so it seems. I don't know. Um, I'll so yeah. buy it. Yeah, I mean, all for releasing music, but the music really they should be releasing is Jungle Book Drive. It, it could be a bonus track. That would be nice. Well, no, 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 because remember, like they're completely different stories and. You can't have, like, 15 Jungle Book tracks and then, like, on oh, no away. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you totally can. <laughs> so, Jungle Book Jive. Um, honestly, I was so surprised. There are so many, yeah. um, so many wow moments, so many surprising um, things. I don't even know where to start. Um, uh, <laughs> let's just so, do it in order. Let's talk about so the pre-show. Jun- Jungle Book Jive is a... I'm going to just call it that because people understand. It's a Pirates and Princesses style um, show, but more towards yeah. Halloween in the sense that it doesn't stop on Main Street, doesn't stop on Castle Stage. So if you're going to position yourself position yourself in the middle, in the hub... It's a show, not a parade. Exactly. That's what... Yeah. Um, you said that. That's what I was told. <laughs> uh, and um, a lot happens on the four center... Uh, stages, but also um, you also get a good experience, whether forced or not, Jeff, um, on the outside of the hub, <laughs> because they also have a lot of dancers. Yeah, not things happening. It depends what you focus in um, on, but um, there's definitely different angles to see it. And um, yeah. if you're on the outside, you'll you'll be a bit further away from the characters, but you also will get like a better ensemble view. And you'll see more of the really cool Bollywood dancers. And they are good. Too. They're really good. And um, and you'll see the animals up close. Um, so the animals are some new floats. They're not parade size floats. They're not going to go above the mantry building. Um, but they're cute. I think they're more like show elements than floats. Like they're more like a decoration. They, they kind of twist and turn 
They're yeah. pushed by those performers who are super fun, by the way. They're always so enthusiastic and clap and sing. Do they use the drums? This is the big question. Because they have, like, drums on them. I have I not... I don't s- think I've seen them no. playing them. I have not seen them use the drums. I think it's more like an idea maybe that hasn't come to... For, to for, I can say that word. To completion, because maybe it yeah. just didn't quite work out. That'd have been cool. Yeah, but... But hey, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, it looks like they could be played, though. Yeah, I mean, they, they actually look like drums. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the the story, if you haven't read my article, shame on you. Uh, the story, I'll just do a quick story. Um, so, uh, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy are going on a trip, and they're going to explore the jungle. And um, apparently, Goofy um, has had his holiday approved earlier, because he's already <laughs> on site, and he's already been enjoying the jungle. But they're not really sure where he is, but he's been playing in the jungle and making new friends. Yeah. So they get on their way in four brand new vehicles. Uh, there's a plane. And they're really cool. There's Daisy's magic school bus. Um, <laughs> and there is a train. And I'm missing one. I think it's a boat. Oh, there's a boat. Yeah. yeah. Daisy. No, uh, who's the boat? Donald has a boat, maybe. Or is Donald in the train? Okay. Meanie has a boat. Oh, no, no. Meanie has a boat. Donald is in a train. Daisy is in a magic school bus. And Mickey just, is in a plane. Just going to verify this. Yeah. So they all get on their way, and they come from um, Town Square, get in the hub, where they meet with all the animals. And then um, they find Goofy. No, the animals aren't there yet. No, they are. By the time oh, they get to the like hub... like the giraffes and things. Sorry, I thought we yeah. had other animals that come later. Okay, fine. Yeah, no, not these. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. And so... Um, I ahead. Yeah, there's actually a lot of story for a show, <laughs> gee. Um, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> So they get to Central Plaza, and they're looking for Goofy, and Goofy has made some new friends. Goofy has met 10 um, um, drummers. No, because they're 10, because, you know, uh, I'm going like half story, half real life. Okay. Uh, 10 drummers from a country that I keep forgetting the name. India. No, it's like India, isn't it? Mm, It is like India, but it's not India. Um, I will look it up um, as I speak. And um, so... (laughs) Look, we're all gonna call it India. So, well, now I'm. You know when like something is in your head. Um, so, um, they finally meet Goofy, who is with um Chip and uh, Dale and Kyrus. Um, there you go. I'm looking for my article. Uh, <laughs> I will find it. Just say something. Anyway, the Jungle Book set in India, so it's totally India. <laughs> Wait, no, but I mean, um, it's India. Rajasthan. Is that a region of India? Uh, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> we could be about to argue the exact same point, right? Wait. Are you looking at Rajasthan? Uh, yeah, it's a state in northern India. Well... So they're from India. <laughs> they're from India. My bad. Uh, they didn't say that in a press conference. <laughs> they just say Rajasthan. So, yeah, so um, the creatives went to India and, um, you know... Um, to get inspiration for the costumes, for the music, and of course to audition a troupe of drummers. Uh, so they're actually from there, and uh, they have they had never been to France. And um, they look like they're having the time of their lives. And I mean, <laughs> they look like they're having a blast. I mean, why would they not? I mean, you're performing in Central Plaza every day. Uh, that must be like the gig of yeah. a lifetime. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, Goofy's met these friends, and he's also uh, with Chip, Dale, and Clarice, who somehow I don't know they they've just snuck in their landing gear or something. And so <laughs> I don't know. 
Right. They've, like, properly, like, embraced the Indian culture. Right. So, Goofy is the leader of the drums, and um, Clarice is this Bollywood princess. I mean, she's clearly made some awesome friends who have kitted her out with makeup and everything. She's over-the-top fabulous. (laughs) Yeah, it's big. And um, and Chip and Dale are just the cute selves. They have sticks. They kind of, like, um, not fighters, but, like, you know, traditional, like, sort of, like, Indian fighters, like, with sticks. And they do some, like, little routine towards the show. Yeah. They're so cute. Um, they're fun. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. And that's they fun. also um, they also met this um, diva who wears a gold dress, whose name <laughs> is Gold Diva. And so, you know... <laughs> uh, imaginative names. Well, by the people who brought you the Frontierland Theatre... Uh, Go Diva. Go Diva. No, actually, I think it's better. It's cute. Come on. You know. I, no, I like it. You, you know, and and um, I just remember like seeing it on. I think it was a Disneyland Paris official Instagram. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it. It's funny. It's silly. Because you know, it's in the end, it, like you know, Rhythms of the Pride Line is sort of like the serious show. Jungle Book Drive is the silly show, you know? It's the yeah. show where you go and you have fun, and so Goldiva fits right in. You know, you can put Goldiva in Lanking Show because that would be silly, and not <laughs> in a good way. So anyway, so um, um, she is really fun, and it's really... I was really surprised to hear Bollywood-style music. It's not completely traditional Bollywood. I mean, it's definitely yeah. like... There's a theme song that's very Disney, On Our Way and Found Our Way. It's like two different versions Which of has- it. Has this kind of Indian influence as well, I think. Right, there's, but it's not super strong. There. There's definitely like you know that that like stars yeah. on parade like beat to it that you are because it's Disney and yeah. it's normal. It should be there. It's a Disney song, but, um, it has, but it does have that sort of influence sitting there. Yeah, but Gold Diva has two songs, and um, the two first or is it three. No, she she has two. The first one is uh, listen. I, we have listened to that soundtrack enough. Well, because she has. Well, so we the don't. First song, but she we has don't trust cl- in me, and then she has that kind of bit at the end. Okay, she just goes like she does some vocalizing <laughs> for six seconds. Like a cool song. <laughs> that is not getting on the Gold Goldiva Greatest Hits album. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> at the moment, there's only two songs. On yeah. it, so. <laughs> well, you don't know. Maybe next year. You know, this is really something, and we'll talk about wishes for next year already because you know we're that ahead of time. But I really wish. That next year, Goldiva comes back with two different songs. Wouldn't that be amazing? Because so the yeah. first song I mean, is I like her songs this year. The first song is sort of like a traditional Bollywood song, which we haven't quite figured out what she's saying because we don't have the lyrics. Oh, we have and no it's idea. in Indian. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in Hindi. Um, so, but There's we were a lot of Hindi that. in this show as well. Yeah, like, it's cool. Even like the announcements before and after the show, yeah. they're in Hindi. Yeah, because why not? I, I like it. I yeah, think it's, it's a cool. good little thing. It's cool. Yeah. It's like a wink wink, you know, like we're gonna do it right. You're gonna do it, just do it. Yeah. Go for it. And so the second song is Trust in Me, which I'll be honest, when it came out as a weird music video, I told you guys, right? I was like, yeah. Oh, I, am, I I stood up for it. You stood up for it, but I was kinda of like, oh, I don't know, man, I think I'm kind of losing faith with this show. Like it's kind of like it's a bit slow. It's a, yeah. Except when you see it in person, you have not only Goldiva, but all the Bollywood dancers, Clarice, and also the drummers who are um, enhancing the song with all sorts of drumming on top of it. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because when I was in New York, people it was like literally ten years ago it was like the big thing to do in, in clubs. You had like you know dance music, <laughs> and you had like a drummer who was who come and like play on top of it. Um, <laughs> it's kind of that. It's kind of that. 
Uh, and so, yeah, love her, love Godiva. Um, and then the second, sort of like, so the first act, I would say, so there's the intro when they all get there. And then the first act is kind of like Goldiva doing her thing. And then they discover with the, with the dramas yeah. and the, the stuff, yeah. And there's also Goofy, who does like a whole solo with all the drummers. It's very yeah. impressive. You really hear the drummers like echo throughout the entire park. Uh, you could be like in, you know, in Fantasyland and you could still hear it from a distance. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and the drummers are doing like a little chant at the same time. Yeah, which I think is recorded on track, but hey. Uh, no, not really. Uh, it's really faint. Yeah. I don't think it is. I don't know. Um, Doesn't matter. Right. And then um, they realize that they are in the middle of the jungle. And what happens when you're in the jungle? Baloo and King Louie appear. <laughs> Every jungle has them. Every jungle has them. <laughs> so um, they repurposed the Magic on Pride float. It looks really good. It does. It does. And they're using it. It's kind of funny because, you know, obviously Magic on Parade was a moving forward type of show. And for this one, it comes in and sort of gets across from the castle. And they're really using it sideways. So you're really yeah. seeing the side. And in that sense, they've made it a bit more symmetrical. And so King Louis is on there, but it looks more like a mobile stage, I think, the way they've refurbished it. And they've sort of, like, changed the tree a little bit. Obviously, the base is the same. It's, you know, people will say, oh... Yeah, it's, it's mostly the same. Recycling, reusing. But, you know, in that, in, in that particular setting, I'm not mad about it. No, I think it's fine. I think it looks I good. Mean, and... You know, as a fan, do I want brand new shows every six months and brand new floats? Yes. But, you know, the reality of things is that... And this float is... Like, it's there, but it's not really part of the show, because mm. they get off it and they come on stages anyway. It's very much like a background, very much like the animals. It's very much like a, a set piece. And it's there, it enhances what goes on on stage, because you have the trees. it's a way of getting the them to the stage. Yeah. I think that's its main use, really. Yeah, because already Goofy comes out of the castle, so you can't reuse that. That's been done. Yeah. Um, that's what I like about the show is that every entrance is different and they really use like every single idea they could ever have to like how yeah. are we going to I mean like I'm pretty sure like parachuting is the only one that they haven't done so far uh, when you talk to Catherine she did uh, it last year she did <laughs> no she didn't no she came in a car yeah but yeah. this is a Marvel launch by the way yeah I think the insurance company probably say said no I don't think you can <laughs> I don't think you can airdrop your CEO out of the plane. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she would have been up for it. She would have done in heels, you know her. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyway. Love you, Catherine. Love you, miss you. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, well, they come in, and um, we were just talking about that earlier. Um, um, I'm, I'm personally not a huge fan of the Jungle Book songs, but the versions that they have is actually... In, did you say that? Like, the... the so there's... The singing of, yeah. is in the melody of the song, but the background music is something completely different. They've sort of, so there's a kind of a theme. I don't know whether it's right to say it. Yeah, there's a sort of a theme running throughout the whole show. And yeah. they kind of, they use that as the background. So there's always kind of like this, I don't really know how to describe what the theme is, though. It's like a kind of, it's a bit of mix tribal. of drum. Yeah. It's a bit tribal. Yeah. But it's on all of them. Yeah. Ah. So there's like um. So there's like a, you know, there's a uniformity, even though, yeah, even though like, you know, Goldiva, the drums, Goldiva, Jungle Book. And the transitions are great. All quite different. But there is some kind of like underlying beat and style that sort of transcends the whole yeah. show. Yeah, it's um, got some good transitions. Good language makes this too. Yeah, You've well, there's a lot of French, but hey. No, no, there's not. 
Mm. A lot of the characters speak French. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you've got Clarice, Chip, and Dale in English, and Goofy is in English as well. Goofy's in English, yeah. and then Donald, Donald, Daisy, Daisy Mickey, Minnie, Minnie, Minnie are all in French, French, but they don't really say a lot. Yeah, Baloo's in French. Goldiva's in Hindi. Yeah, <laughs> King Louis in English. Okay, yeah, fair. Most mm. of the songs are in English, other than the one in Hindi, and right, Baloo. and Baloo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Jungle Book section. I really like it. Pride Land's all in English, by the way. Yeah. We skip that. <laughs> um, and then there's a big finale. Should we should we spoil what the big finale is? I yeah, think we kind of have. If to, you followed right? in ninety two, oh dear, Town Square. Um, well, anyone, I think. Anyone, uh, you you've seen it. Uh, so, um, do you remember that video? It was in China, I think, set in China, of Maybe. of people testing those smoke. It's it's basically a. But it's inspired by holy. Okay, right. But, you know, the base of it is this, like, company developed. Okay, yeah. So you know how, like, Disney World has had, had the time fireworks for the past 300 years, and we've really never had them. Maybe rarely. I don't know. I can't recall uh, Disneyland Paris having many daytime fireworks. No, I can't. But daytime fireworks kind of suck because, you know, you have, like, the... You have the, the flashy bit, and then the rest is sort of a bit of white smoke. So yeah. this... Whatever company has managed to turn this smoke into a much brighter, much bigger colored one, and that's what they're using. And it's never been used in any of the Disney parks, um, and it's a really, really cool effect. And it looks indeed, amazing. Indeed, it, it's, it, it's a reminder of the um, Hindi uh, festival. Um, it's called Holi. Holi Fest, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's where you basically chuck paint at each other. Yeah. And uh, don't worry, they don't do that to you. No, they're not paint. It's just powder. Yeah, it's it, just powder. If you get it on you, it doesn't. You wouldn't even know. No, it's smoke. Really, I think it's really just smoke. Okay, yeah. The fireworks are smoke. But anyway, even if you like, if you're walking through it, yeah, like you'll you're be not, fine. You're not gonna have anything um, on you. Like it's fine. They shoot some from the castle because at this point, you know, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> like it looks amazing well. when it comes from the castle. I mean, they might as well shoot paint out of the castle <laughs> at this point. It doesn't matter. You know, it, it looks needs, really cool. Uh, it is a good power wash. Um, it looks cool. Like, it looks the really effect cool. is really great. It looks the really timing cool. is great. Too. The timing is great. And I like that it goes like the first one, the first bit on the castle goes one by one. It's like, and it, it's kind of like reminiscent of Dreams yeah, and it Illumination where the fireworks do this like sort of arch yeah. and it goes like tick, 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 and does do this whole like circle above the castle. So really cool. Really nice. And it makes your photos look amazing. Those photos are amazing. Like, it doesn't matter really where you stand on Central Plaza. If you get a picture of the, the colored mm. smoke. It's going to look great. And I like that they're spaced out enough that, you know, because most first-time guests will miss the first one because yeah. it just basically, like, shoots right away, like, out of nowhere. But then you wait a few seconds, and there's a second one, and then there's a third one. So you have really yeah. no excuse to miss the photo. You you know that it's coming. Um, yeah. Uh, the character dialogues, I like some of them, but some of them are just kind of like, I, I guess it's necessary because, you know, it's Disney and like, Daisy kind of annoys me. I'm sorry. I love her. I love yeah. her. Stuff, but like, she's always like, you know. And Donald took me a lot of listens to figure French out. French <laughs> Donald is back. French Donald from Surprise Mickey. And it's funny because, you know, it's the same producers. And, this, and so, I, so I feel like the musical arrangements, and this is like coming from someone who has listened to the soundtracks way <laughs> too much. But if you remember in Surprise Mickey, after the first song, when Minnie starts talking again, there's this sort of like down tempo music, and it kind of, sort of goes like, and it's like it's kind of like a cartoon, you know. And yeah. they have it in Surprise Mickey, and they also have it here after they get to the hub. Yeah. The song kind of goes like, and it's like this sort of like 
silly cartoony background music when they talk. Yeah. And you can tell it's the same producers. Um, yeah, French song is fun. A French song is fun. No one has a clue what he's saying. <laughs> I've, t- I've started to master. And so he's very, he's very braggy and angry, which is Donald. Yeah. So they do uh, at least match the... Yeah, and um, I love uh, Clarice. He talks about his map a lot. Yeah. He's, uh, he says that he's the best. He read his map upside down. That's why they were late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> every single time. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I love Clarice. Uh, she has uh, a really fun line when she says, This song is so glamorous. <laughs> Clarice. It's also like, Oh, good to you, Godiva. <laughs> yeah. Godiva, it's your turn. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so... Um, so we've listened to that a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, great job. Yeah, honestly, I love it. Um, and um, it's one of the best shows I think they've done. Probably the best show they've done on that hub. Yeah. Well, Halloween was really amazing. Yeah, I think this is better. Yeah. Yeah. It's more fun. Because Halloween had the streamers. Yeah, but this is. I think this is a bit more fun. There's a bit more of a kind of. It's longer. It's really long. Yeah, it's, it's long. about fifteen yeah. minutes. Where's sunscreen? Yeah. <laughs> and the pre-show is really long too. Yeah. So. I, you like it. I'm kind of indifferent. I like it. It's, it's about, too long. Because, it's about 15 minutes long. <laughs> right. But like when you say the show is at like, I don't know, 11.30, you show up at 11.30 and it actually starts like 15, you have 15 no, no, minutes no, 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 of music. No, no, no. The pre-show. No. The, no. On, okay. On the first showing on the Saturday, the press event showing, it didn't. Uh, but on every hour of a performance, it started on time, and the pre-show starts 15 minutes before. Are you sure? Yep. Mm. Okay. I timed it. Did it? Sad. Of course you have. Um, well, why fun. did you not do it on the press? Is that because, because everyone was running like chicken with no heads? Because they couldn't get people there on time, <laughs> and I think they wanted to try and live stream it, but they failed. Did they really? But no, they live streamed it. They were filming it. at it. They were but eventually they live streamed it. What is this? Yeah, yeah, but they failed, they failed to, I think they failed to live stream the pre-show because they were swinging those big cranes around trying to film the pre-show. Yeah. But they didn't. Oh, boy. But I don't know. It's fun. If you're in the center of the hub, it's really boring because it's 15 minutes of just kind of really basic drummy music. Yeah. But if you're stood on the hub, it's actually really cool because there are maybe, I think, three or four four drumming units four I think yeah they're like small mobile yeah. on wheels and they, and they do get some kids out so adults if you have... too I saw adults oh really yeah oh. they don't really care who comes out I was gonna say if you have kids push them out on the road they'll be, they'll have fun with the drummers yeah. and be great photos they don't really care who comes out they're just like come on let's play oh, some drums I'm gonna do it yeah oh I'm gonna do it next time <laughs> okay and you, um, know, you get I think maybe like three or four minutes playing the drums. They teach you the I song. Like a, I feel like I should put my hat on to talk about this show. Oh yeah, Guest Flow have hats and new costumes. Uh, who? We should talk about the Guest Flow costumes. Uh, well, they're not really new like that. Trousers come from All right, Big Thunder not, Mountain. They're stuff. not new, but okay, they, they're they wearing like Explorer costumes. Yeah. And they must be so hot. <laughs> yeah. They look pretty big. Yeah, but I think fun. for like health and safety, they have to wear big boots and they have to wear long trousers and yeah. long sleeves. But they look fun. Yeah, it kind of adds. To the and they have white gloves. Yeah, and when you're sort of on the hub, all this kind of drummy Indian sort of inspired music is playing in the hub, and all of a sudden, you know, you've got all these guest flow that instead of wearing that kind of red waistcoats and stuff, they're in like full on explorer gear. So it fun really story. Helps. Do you know why? It's because it takes so many guest flows. To handle this show, 
that if they were all wearing red, it would literally stand out so much that it would ruin the show. But nice of them to consider that. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks good. Yeah. And it's the same at Pride Lands. They're all wearing the Explorer gear there too. Yeah. And they had some special name tags for the opening of the theater. They're not there anymore. Are they not? No. Oh. It was only for a main day. Oh. Well, there you go. They were fun though. Yep. I wish it said, I wish it said can't believe we made it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's a highlight of this poor, poor Daniel. I think he's. I mean, he's already got white hair, but I think he's got like a, I don't know more white hair out of this story. Um, so yeah, it's a highlight of the season by far. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I like it. A yeah. Lot. Um, I only missed like one or two of them while I was there. Yeah, like literally. Uh, I think it's going to be a fan favorite. Um, I think it's it's gonna come back, right? Yeah, we're pretty sure. Yeah, we know. Oh, I mean, we, we, yeah, it's coming back summer twenty twenty. Or I, I, heard, I heard about spring as well. It's coming back in January, everyone. Yeah, well, <laughs> I also heard that rumor. So don't joke. Let's hope um, not, because Pirates and Princesses in January suck yeah. a little bit. I mean, I, if you've read the book How to Kill a Season, it's listed in there. Yeah. Um, and this show would not. Like, okay, so the biggest complaint we had about Pirates and Princesses in winter was these floats are so colorful, it just doesn't work. It's the same here, but like times 100. These floats are so colorful that in winter it's not going to work. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm sure they'll try. Well, mm, Well, they're they're probably going to wheel them out for New Year's Eve anyway. Oh, maybe. (laughs) Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Are you going? I think so. Oh. I like Good. New Year's Eve. It's open until yeah. 2 this year. Oh, God. No. I was already so tired at midnight. <laughs> I wasn't. So tired. I could keep going. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we had we had Edna Mode last year. That was fun. Oh, we had good fun. Was it New Year's? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Where's she going? Come back, Edna. Was, it, was she, was she yeah. just visiting from the US? And now she's back. I have no idea. It feels weird that she would be visiting for one night. Uh, that seems like a bit yeah. extravagant. Mm, yeah. Wasn't she there for something else? No. no. Maybe not. Just okay. New Year's. New Year's was her debut. And well, also it, the last time we saw her. Well, it's like Bo Peep. Like, all those things that are just linked to the movies and then just go away forever. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I like New Year's Eve. It's fun. Okay. And, you know, yeah. I'm sure we'll see some jive floats. Hmm. Didn't think of that. But you can see them all summer, so I'm not jealous. Um, yeah, what else? Up in my scarf and gloves. What else is there to say about Jungle Book Jive? It's our favorite. It's amazing. Yeah. So great job to everyone, and um, it's like sixty performers. It's huge. Um, Ten drummers, like just 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 a lot of people on there. And a lot of them authentic from India. Yeah. yeah. It, it and, feels um, like a really great show, and it feels like. I think if you're into Indian culture, I think this very much a kind of sits in the homage category. Like it's not, yeah, it's not. Anything else. I don't think. I mean, there hasn't been any chatter of of finding the show inappropriate. I think that it's a very fine line, but they're. I think they're on the right side of it with this one. Yeah, definitely. It's very much. You know, Mickey and friends are very much like going on summer holidays somewhere, and they've made new friends. Like any of us <laughs> would go on a trip to India, and meeting new friends. So. I think it's not like, it's not trying to, um, yeah. you know, like, Mickey and Minnie are not. In, There's no Indian-inspired snacks, though. That's the only downside. There isn't. Well, do we want that? 
Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And merch. I, you know, I, it's funny because they really focused on Pride Lands for the merch, but there is no Jungle Book Jive merch. Although the logo for Jungle Book Jive, I don't like it. But they could have come yeah. up with a nicer one and made some merch. There's kind of this Jungle Lion King and Jungle Festival merch that kind of is a bit more jungle than Lion King, I think. Mm. Like the mugs and Yeah. Things. Yeah. But I kind of like at least a t shirt and a magnet or something. Are we counting this jungle rhythm stuff as jungle book? No. Okay. No. I don't think so. There's a lot of Lion King like, merch like I have a t-shirt. Like, the, the t-shirts that I like uh, when I went to see um, um, Happily Ever After, they made this really cool, like, sort yeah. of like, it kind of looks, the logo kind of looks a bit washed out. It's yeah, kind yeah. of looks vintage, and it has Happily Ever After logo on it. It's not That's, Broadway. It's not Broadway. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, kill me. Um, well, I don't think the Lion King and the, the, the Pride Lens merchandise is selling very well because I don't think it's the style that people want to see. But hey, one day they'll learn. I think we're talking about merchandise next, right? We are talking about merchandise next. <laughs> but, um, Jumped so, ahead, sorry. Yeah, so uh, we're going to take a break. But of course, we're going to listen right now to an extract of the fantastic soundtrack of... Jump Book Jive. Yay. We'll be right back. Gorge, we're glad you liked it. It's great to see we've got friends everywhere. season stuff <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about what else is going on in the, in the season um uh meta dance that's fun <sighs> it's fun yeah it's um so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we clearly love it <laughs> no okay so here's my issue with it the sh- i think the show is great and the dance is great and i have learned it 
and I have done it and embarrassed Embarrass self? No. Embarrass myself. Embarrass self. Um, and if you follow some of the um, other accounts where there are the press events, I am in everyone's story. Um, <laughs> doing a decent job. I'm sorry. I did a very decent job. And uh, the, because, of, because I practiced. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> and Maureen also did a really great job. We're like, okay. basically, basically, both of us were like slaying and everyone else was just lost. But hey. It's a um, fun show, though. It's a fun show. But... They need to stop trying to put shows on places that don't have stages. Yeah. Adventureland doesn't have a stage, so unless they can build a stage, either temporarily or permanently, I don't think they should keep doing shows over there. Because it doesn't work when they do it in Father the Galleon for Pirates and Princesses. It's a, it's a mess with guest flow and no one can see. And again here, I get that they're trying somewhere else. They didn't put it for the Galleon. Also, because thematically it doesn't work, but that never stopped what, them. What are we calling the place where they have put it? Oh, it's called Adventureland Gates. Inspired. Because <laughs> it's the backstage gate. <laughs> and there are two of them. So uh, it's oh. the Adventureland Gates. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, it's I, not. That's what I, I call it's it. It's not that, terrible. But I was and... expecting like that to be just a name I called it and not a name they called it. Oh, no, no, no. Um, cool. Yeah. Great. And. It's a, it's on a bit of a slope, so it yeah. does help to see a little bit. It's like I think it's the best spot that it could find in Adventureland. So, see when they announced it, I thought that it was going to go into the Gemboy Joy because they have right. a little stage there. They have a little raised stagey type yeah. thing, and it would make sense because the Lion King show is right there, right? Although it is from Tealand, but at this point we've given up. I mean, who cares, right? Yeah. We're at the we're at the point now where yeah. it just hasn't the theme has gone out the window, so let's just roll with like put whatever you want there. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, so that's my issue with it. Um, I wasn't unfortunate enough to be at one of the showings where no one had shown up in advance yeah, to put that was fun, wasn't it? to put the markers on the floor, and uh, literally guests were being pushed and yelled at by guest flow to move back and even uh, they were even threatening to cancel the show if it didn't move very aggressive very rude and it helped that obviously guest flow turned up at what two minutes before the show was supposed to start um two minutes after the show oh after yeah of yeah course. Uh, and so this is after they were announcing like 15 minutes before in the whole land that it was going to be starting right so you know if you're gonna have some of a bit of an odd spot to have a show you need to be prepared 30 minutes before like come out and start prepping people and then people were like sitting on the rocks on the side and these people had to be moved and people were in the back these people had to be but moved people understood that there was supposed to be a stage so they kind of stood somewhere that made semi-sense yeah but, but apparently it was a just, stage. yeah and so when you don't have any markers and you've never seen a show and mind you this was on the first official day of performance people don't know and it was towards the end of the first official day too. yeah oh, no no no, um, no it was the first showing of the first official day. yeah yeah Okay, so yeah, so it's kind of a mess. Hopefully, they've learned the lessons from that one showing. But um, yeah, because that was horrible. But otherwise, I like the show. It has uh, Pumba animatronic. No, I think it is it the Pumba from the parade float. Maybe I think it is. Is there a person inside? No, I don't think so. I think okay. It's <laughs> anyway, it's... <laughs> <laughs> if you whisper it, it's okay. Um, are you sure? Okay, yeah, yeah. And there's, um, some, there's someone stood behind Pumba the whole time, which sucks because he farts smoke. 
Yeah, but he turns around and farts smoke. Oh yeah. This is a this is a really farty show, by the way. There yeah. are a and lot burping. of fart jokes. Yeah. If you like burping and farting, this is for you. But again, it's Timon and Pumbaa. What do you expect? <laughs> they eat bugs and they fart and they burp. Well, Pumbaa does. Um, the song's fun. The dance is... Yep. The dance on the YouTube video seems pretty complicated, but they break it down into three separate parts. Here. Yeah. Well, there's three dances, really. Yeah, but on the YouTube video, it's all just like, here's a dance, one, go. Mm, no, there's three dances on the video. They have, like, the tantams, and then they have the... Whatever. Yeah, and but then, then at the, the end of the video, growl. they dance it all together, like a uh, big dance, like they do uh, yeah, in yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. But in the show, it's broken into three yeah. pretty separate bits. Yeah. But I mean, let's face it: if you've never seen the YouTube video and if you've never seen the show, you are not going to do well in this thing because there's no way you can learn it as you go. They show you once, and then it's like, "See ya, buddy. Good luck." And <laughs> yeah, and they but kind of fine. Do, they I kind mean, of do this thing like after they've shown you the whole three, and by the time you've watched the third part, I don't know, you've. You've probably, like, uh, 10 minutes, maybe? You've already forgotten the first part. <laughs> yeah. Well. I remember but, the tam-tam thing. Tam-tam-tam. Yeah, tam-tam. Like, Tam-tam-tam. Yeah. That's about all I remember. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. It's a cute little show. I, you know, I... It's the best spot they can put in Adventureland. But why put in Adventureland? Yeah. Because I think they need to just stop. Or, like, build a stage. I have no idea where... Because Adventureland is pretty packed. Castle well, stage. Well, you know, the, there, is that, there is that one expansion pad that they had the camp on. Oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. How would you get to that? Oh, well, I can tell you. <laughs> so, um, you get into the exit of Indiana Jones. And yeah, then... Okay, so that's not going to work. And then... Uh, well, no, but they could build a path. But then... And then um, when you get to the Jeep... Um, there's a cast member there with a little door. I should probably not say that. But now the camp is gone. It's okay, right? There's probably not going to be a gate there now. No. Well, and just leave it and so they just uh, get you in that way. And then you go over the set. <laughs> it's, not, it's a bit like, you know, like uh, it's, not, it's not really like permanent. Um, and then they have those wooden walkways. And then you go down and here you are in the camp. And it's actually really well done. I don't know if we it's need to talk now, about this. I mean, um, it was really cool. I got the chance to go in there, and um, it was really, really fun. Uh, it's really pretty. I'm sure it's made by some outside company, yeah, but uh, they have some really cool tents and like benches and you know couches and sofas and um, um, and a big tent in the back where you have like dinner and food. And they thought that in 36 degrees they would pack the tent with Nutella cookies, which was great. Um, were they all melted? I ate them anyway. Oh, okay. And then they were all over my face. <laughs> but at this point, I didn't care because I had been all day in the sun and my face was just already a mess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, the, the camera was really cool. Is, uh... And, um, you know, so we also, um, when we met Natasha with the inside ears. And um, one of the questions was, are you going to keep the camp? And she was like, well, this has done really well for us and people really loved it. So we're going to think about it. So maybe the camp will come back. I can't wait. Why? I can't wait for the frozen camp in December. <laughs> you know those little heaters that the cast members have. There's going to be a lot of those in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, it's really cool. It's just. Um, it's just not adapted to, for every no. guest to go. Obviously, there's like one. There's one, two, three, four, five tents, six tents. Yeah. Maybe. Um, that fit too. So you can have twelve people in there. But they could also use the expansion pad, like. 
Oh, to you expand. Mean, you mean for an attraction? Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, wow, what an idea. I know. No one has thought about that. Of no. course not. No. Because at the moment, I mean, you, you, can't even, <laughs> you can't even take the train, but hey, you know, let's, let's imagine you can. Yeah, I mean... And it's just that kind of random... We're really hoping that blank. one day they do something, because let's face it, Adventureland is not finished. And no. when you get to Indy, it's a dead end. What other land has a dead end like that? Almost none. I mean, Frontierland Theater is a bit of a dead end, but there's a train station there that kind of makes it not a dead end. Well, and it used to be um, Critter Coral. Yeah. Like, there used to be a thing to do there that wasn't... I mean, it's a bit of a dead end, but but it's not like a super deep dead end. With Indiana Jones, you really walk for like five minutes to get... Or three minutes to get there. Yeah. And then all there is is the entrance to the attraction. They need to finish that walkway, because if you keep walking that way and turn around the water, you get to Pirates. And so you could have finished the waterfront there and... I'll take a Moana attraction. And have a... Yeah, and I think something that is really not represented in Paris, now that Moana is popular and also um, it's something that's really popular in all the other resorts, is the Polynesian style. And I think it would really work. You go from Africa to India... To Polynesia. To Polynesia. And it all fits in Adventureland. And then you're back in the Caribbean. If you walk all the way around yeah. to parts of the Caribbean, I think it'd be like... And in the middle, it's sort of like, you know, Neverland. Um, and it, like... Nondescript. Nondescript. Yeah. Stuff. And it, I think it would really be cool. And, you know... Um, Moana Splash Mountain, please. Moana Splash Mountain. I think one of the other ideas was to have some kind of, like, Jungle Book and um, theme attraction. And I wasn't 100% for it. But now that I've seen Jungle Book Jive, I'm thinking if they remix the song and make it super fun, it could be fun. Have basically Jungle Book Jive the attraction. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> I they could have it, a Goldiva but... animatronic. <laughs> Ooh. I wouldn't hate it, but at the same time, like, I think Moana would be a really good fit. It would. Because you could do some fun stuff. You could make a nice mm. restaurant. Yeah. Like, you could do some really um, cool stuff. A there. tiki bar. I know Richie is like screaming right now hearing this. Because he's would a big be fan. Yeah. Nice little yeah. tiki bar. Yeah. Right by the water. Yeah. Oh, and man. some nice like kind of Polynesian food. Yeah. A missed opportunity. So Natasha, if you're listening, hello, um, hi. <laughs> I love make that. I love all the photos together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just turned into a fan girl. <laughs> so Natasha, if listening, hi. <laughs> I hope she listens. I mean, she has better things to do. Of course, but anyways. Um, yeah, so snacks. we completely went off track. Snacks, merch, stuff. Snacks. Um, they did okay with the snacks. They're better than pretty much any other season. Uh, Marvel is a sort of close second. Because that cassette yeah. cake thing was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, in the, in, the stack, in, the stack, in the snack department, I feel like they have learned from the mistakes of trying to do things that are too complicated. So for this season, it's cute. But it's simple. It's kind of like the Lion King show effects. It's simple but effective. You know, like yeah, they're not the, taking. I feel like they're definitely not taking risks. No, I. But but what, maybe that's better because you you have to go one step at a time. But okay, so they're not taking risks. But the stuff they've made looks and you know, I think tastes pretty good. Like mm. the the coconut pour thing, I really like. Yeah, it's um, not very sweet. No, I like the coconut pour. I liked. The mango whip I liked. Yeah. Uh, in the buffets, there is a mango cake. 
Oh, I haven't tried that. Which is really cool. So it's like a, a mango cake, and then the bottom, it's a, like, you know, a cheesecake, you've got like the kind of crispy bottom. Cheesecake, cheesecake, cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, like on a cheesecake. Should we tell the background of that joke? Maybe. So I went to Inventions maybe two years ago, I think, and every single item is translated into three languages English, French, and I can't remember what else. So you have like buff, beef, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. They tried to translate cheesecake, but it's the same in all three languages. So the sign said, cheesecake, cheesecake, cheesecake. <laughs> it's become iconic. And I'll put a picture of it somewhere. Yeah. Um, anyways, so, yeah, the snacks are good. Um, they, yeah, so the, yeah, so, like, the kind of the base, eh. the bottom thing was, like, a coconut base. It was a... I had also that in Plaza Gardens. Um, it was really good. I think the banana cake is doing well. Yeah. Um, and then they have the also traditional donut with a slab of... Um, uh, uh, chocolate, printed chocolate yeah. on it, which will you will need to sit down for an hour after having. Um, <laughs> but it's yummy. It's good. Yeah. It's good and it's cute. It's definitely Instagrammable. Yeah, -ish. the mango whip was good. I liked it. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of like it does not look like the picture. <laughs> yeah, no, none of them look like the picture at all. But you know. but it was tasty. Yeah, and the the ice cream had like little bits of mango in it. We want a whip. It's, this is never going to end. No. Until we get it. But it was still fun. Yeah. I like the snack. It was it's not fun, yeah. too expensive. And, okay. and about Dole Whip, it's like the same stand. They sell Dole pineapple slices. And it's like in, adding insult to injury because... And, and they put like so, huge signs there now saying, new, now you can have Dole fruit. So it's like, oh, so you do have a business relationship with Dole. You do talk to them <laughs> or at least buy from some supplier who sells Dole products. But still, no... And those doll products are everywhere now. And mind you, like I saw it in Market House Delhi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I my question is, making those pineapple whip, mango whip, whatever, it's work. You have to do the ice cream, and then you have to put the juice. And it takes and them a long time to do too. So, having doll whip wouldn't it be just much simpler. You just pour the doll whip and yeah. give it to the person, and you're done. Like I feel like this is so much effort. For products that people like but don't love because they know there's something better, like just give in. Yeah. And you know now that everyone wants it so bad, they can make a huge deal about it and like have like a big stand and it would sell really well. And I'm not even gonna ask for the pineapple upside down cake to go on it because that was life changing. By the way, if you go to Magic Kingdom, can they do that at Disneyland? Um, oh, I'm not sure. We have to Google it. Disney food blog. Well, we'll just go maybe. Yeah, well, we'll go in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just drop yeah. that in. Yeah. Uh, are you trying to get a free one? Is that what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. No. Um, yeah, I know they have it at Magic Kingdom, and it was really, really nice. And with mobile ordering, you don't wait more than, like, 30 seconds for it. It's just... Yeah, 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 that would be cool. Oh, God. Um, what other things are there? There's other stuff. Like, like um, snacks -wise? Oh, we should talk about... Um, the signature meal. Oh, yes. It's good. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. My only... So, signature meal for 39 euros or included in the signature package. No, um, upside down cake. No, upside down cake in Disneyland. Okay. Um, you get to meet um, Mickey and is really cool. Uh, so, it's Mickey... It's a really nice outfit. Mickey has a very extensive adventure wardrobe. He's a mouse <laughs> who likes to be kitted out when he goes on adventures, and so he has at least three this season that are rotating <laughs> around the park. 
Good for him. They they all look really good as well. They're all really good. He has this little like um, compass. Like compass. Yeah. yeah. It has like a really nice compass, and it's not like a cartoony compass. It's like a proper like metal one yeah. that you yeah. would actually it's wear. It's really nice. It's really cool. Um, he's got so, like this kind of like blue leopardy kind of thing yeah. going on. And um, so you have Mickey, and then you have poor Rafiki that no one cares about. Because we have Mickey in his really cool costume, and Rafiki's like, hello, I'm here too. I don't have a costume, but... I forgot my uh, stick, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. No stick, because inside. Yeah. Yeah, he would, like, knock over everyone's drinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Baloo can't do meet and greet with, but, yeah, uh, in, so... in dining because he's too big. I don't know how you found, because I guess you were at the Inside Is group, so it was huge, like a good number of people, right? Yeah, yeah. For us, we were four people... We we got all the time we wanted. Yeah. With the characters, like yeah. they were fine just to stay around a bit. The restaurant is really not busy, um, which is weird because hello, like pack it up, yeah. but they don't. Um, the food is great. They made a really nice assortment. It's on a bamboo recyclable recyclable plate um, with a banana leaf on it. And oh, um, it's a banana leaf. Okay, I was yeah. wondering what it was. It's banana leaf. Yeah. Oh, uh, so nice presentation. The only thing I will say, and I've told that I've told them that is that. You, so you still have to pick it up at the counter, but yep. they give it to you in those shits, you know, 1992 overused brown um, trays. Yeah. <laughs> and it just kind of kills the whole thing. But it wouldn't work. Okay, you'd have to get a different tray. Yeah. It wouldn't work just giving you the thing because no. you have the one bamboo plate for yeah. the stuff, one and for the, the little side salad, and then yeah. you obviously have your drink as of well, course. which is yeah. just in a standard design Paris cup. I think what would really work would be um, some sort of like, you know when you were camping, you have this like metal camping Ooh, um, that would be fun. Like um, dishes. Yeah. And I think like a cute little like brushed metal tray that would, be fun. Yeah. Um, would give it some look, some like adventurer, like, you know, we're out in the jungle yeah. and we're camping type of thing. Um, of course, you know, they'd have to have a whole management system to wash them and all, which is more effort, but I think it's yeah. worth it. And also you're paying 39 euros. It's not the most expensive, but you also really don't just get one character in Rafiki. Yeah. So I think they could have, it's just, I was a bit disappointed, you know, like, and taking photos of it, if you don't remove the tray, it just kind of looks like a kuna in an isolate. plate. Yeah. That was my only thing about that. But the food is really nice. Yeah, I wasn't I really a big fan. It. I don't like banana flavored things, so I didn't like the ice cream. But it but looks really like, cool. Did you like the banana, the cooked banana? Yeah. That was nice. It's plantain. Okay, fine. Yeah. We're calling it cooked banana. Cooked banana. <laughs> um, it's easier to explain. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. The food was really good, and it's yeah. filling, and um, I had enough. And uh, um, Kara went and tried the vegan one, and um, she was very happy with it as well. They have a really good vegan option, which I think is kind of like the first time they have like a proper custom vegan plate because usually and it's on the menu. Yeah, it's actually listed like all the items that are on it is actually on the menu. Yeah, and um, yeah, because usually they say, "Oh yeah, this restaurant has vegan if you want plain rice and a salad." Yeah, we found some stuff. It's vegan. Yeah, like it's not that. It's, it's... there is a dedicated mm. vegan option. So good work. Um, I, I would have liked that mango cake that you mentioned from the buffet. I think that would have worked better for dessert than an ice cream. But I like the ice cream. So the ice cream is kind of the first thing in Disneyland Paris that we've had that is close to kind of this Instagrammable food item. It looks good. Yeah. It does look really good. But it's kind of it's just an ice cream. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think you should be able to sell that in the park and just go away with it but it is a really good looking piece of it tastes very chemically 
Yeah, I quite liked it though. Okay, but that's a tasting, so don't listen to me. But if you don't, if you like banana flavored things, then go for it. It is very banana flavored. Yeah. And green. It's very green. So there's a story behind this. Oh yeah. Do you know why it is green? No. Because they are trying to recreate, you know, in Lion King uh, and uh, Can't Wait to Be King, uh, he has like this green bushes, and then Simba's head pops out of it. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. And like, and he has like this, like sort of like a color <laughs> of of green yeah. leaves yeah, around his neck. Okay. And so sure. they put the little Simba head in there, and that's supposed to represent like the Simba head, like poking through the through the leaves from the song. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> no. They explained to us. Um, it looks good though. Yeah. There's the nice little simple head and the little sh- kind of sugar-coated uh, flowers, are they? I don't know. Yeah. They're like sugar flowers. Yeah. Whatever. It looks good. It tastes okay, so... Yeah. Let's sell it in the park. Yeah. Let me buy it. Yeah. Without paying 39 euros. Yeah, but I mean, I, I get what they're trying to do. Also, they're trying to keep some kind of exclusivity so that you have value for money. Like, oh, you can only have it with that meal. If you have it everywhere, then, you know... Then it loses. Sure. Then they lose a, a selling argument for the meal, because maybe some people. I don't. I don't think anyone will pay thirty nine euros just because they're like, I need to have this ice cream. No. But it's a nice little plus that you can have it only there. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I get it. And also, you know, those soft serve machines. Yeah. As hell, they can't manage them. They're all overheat. Uh, they're all broken. Like a, a mess. Yeah. But here's the thing that kind of worry. It's not a worry, really. It's a. So we've been moaning for years about themed food. And this meal kind of told me that they can do it. Yeah. They just don't want to. Well, mm, I feel like this is like their first real strong effort after we've been screaming for years. Okay. Yeah. But now my expectations are there. Yep. They've they've now set an expectation. You know, we were discussing the other day, and I think, at least for me, I think they should focus on having one amazing themed snack or dish in every single location. So like across from, you know, the maze, you should yeah. have the unbirthday cake. And, you know, in Frontierland, you should have something. In, you know, everywhere yeah. it, near Phantom Manor, you should have some kind of like Phantom Manor snack. And What would that be? Well, you know, remember they had like the doom buggy things in, in the US? They have some Phantom snacks. You could have like a... No, knowing Disneyland Paris, they'll just like have a shortbread and they'll just like print like a... Yeah, the pattern from the wallpaper. Or like a tombstone. That'd they could fun. do like a tombstone-shaped cake. Yeah. I, I, there that. are plenty of ideas. But like, you, you know... And have that one. It's I great. think the problem is that is that they're trying to like have too many themed snacks sometimes and they're all just too average. But like, why don't you focus on one good one? At least like, why don't you start with one per land? And then... Well, we, they tried that with the Mickey birthday cakes, the golf balls. Yeah, but that was terrible. But I don't... This is the thing I don't understand about the golf ball cakes. As we had this discussion, like, I don't know, December sometime. Yeah. They made the cake. The cake had a massive statue. Yeah. Like, they made the cake. Yeah. And then, like, they just sort of went, well, here's a golf ball thing. Well, because that's the top of the cake. It was just like a round thing. Sure, but it wasn't... Yeah, but it was a cupcake. It's not like yeah. it's not a golf ball. I know. Yeah, that was terrible execution, and actually, they disappeared from the shelves pretty quickly. Yeah, I think they disappeared in like a week or so. Yeah, which was sad because I actually wanted to try one. Yeah. 
Well, I'm hoping, and um, if you're listening, <laughs> this podcast has turned into like our demands. Um, so we, now that we, we know that, you know, we know from the edition uh, that Surprise Mickey is coming back in November, um, every year Mickey has a birthday. So I really hope that this year we will get some fun Mickey birthday cake and a nice Yay. big slice with like, I don't know, confetti, vanilla, cake. And I'm afraid they're going to mess it if you could do a cupcake. No, we've done Mickey cupcakes before in Paris, and they've looked quite good. Mm, okay. I remember them. Yeah, but if it's just to have, like... They did them every single year for they, Mickey's birthday, except last year for his 90th, for some weird reason. Yeah, but if it's just to have, like, a cupcake with, like, two round things stuck into it, no. I don't want that. No, it was better than that. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a kind of... It was a slice of cake, but with icing all the way around to two things slapped on the front. Okay. And it looked nice. It's <laughs> a weird noise in my house, sorry. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. But, well, you know, when, when they had, like, Mickey's birthday events last year, uh, they had, like, Pierre Hermé, who's yeah. a famous French pâtissier. And yeah, they looked, they were cool. Yeah, but what did he make? A lemon tart. Who has a lemon tart for their birthday? It looked nice, though. Yeah, but... <laughs> what is the link to Mickey? Like, Mickey just really likes lemon tart now? Um... Exactly. Yeah, this is what we had, look. Okay, this is, again, bad audio. Oh, uh, okay. These are nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they do. They can do some kind of things. I yeah. found it on ED92. Oh! <laughs> this weekend, Disneyland Paris will be serving a special cake for Mickey's birthday at Microsoft Deli Burger New York Style Sandwiches. They've done that cake every year, but they forgot to do it last year for his 90th. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So no more lemon tart. It was delicious. But I didn't get to try it. No. No. I regret that. No. So, um, before we go to the next segment... Um, merchandise. We forgot to talk about merchandise. Oh, tired of them. Okay, so... There's a ton of Lion King and Jungle-themed merchandise. The Simba ears are super popular. Yeah. And they look good. Yeah. The Timon and Pumbaa are no, still no, terrible. No, no. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I thought we were talking about different. Okay, fine. The Pride Lines merchandise is... Average. Broadway. Like distinctly below average. Broadway. The poster's fun. I like the poster. I don't love the design for the poster. I, I do. I think it's nice. Mm. But then all they've done is just slap the poster on stuff. Yeah. Just like as a rectangle. Yeah. On the mug. So it doesn't look great on the t-shirt, mm. but it looks a lot worse on the mug than anything else. Yeah. Like Because it's slapped on one side and the rest is just a black mug. And you know, and they're charging you about twelve euros. For that. Uh, you know, let me start saying that the merchandise teams are adorable, and they're really nice, and they really listen to what people are saying. But on this particular topic of the square things printed on T-shirts, they are only coming back explaining themselves every time that it's something that they do on Broadway, and that people like it when they go to musical to have the poster on the T-shirt. That is not true. That is not true. If you have been on Broadway in the past at least 15 years, if you've been to Frozen, if you've been to Lion King on Broadway, you have seen the merchandise. It is not that. So when I The only merchandise that, like that is maybe your local school production that yeah. has very low budget and one of the moms is ironing them at home ahead <laughs> of the big premiere in the uh, sports arena. So I went to see The Lion King in February yeah. and I bought the tote bag. Yeah. And it's amazing. Oh, wow. That's a nice tote bag. So, like, yeah. the front is... Mufasa. Is it or... Mufasa or is it Simba? I don't know. It's a lion. It's a lion. 
And it's like huge on the front. And the back is the Lion King logo printed really nicely. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's not Broadway. No. Sorry. Somebody stop doing that. Uh, because the actual stuff on Broadway and the West End looks really good. But you know, it looks great. And we're not getting any new show next year, so um, at least we'll be safe from those for a while. No, they'll just like reprint it again. Yeah. Do a different season one. Do a different one. I can't wait. Oh my god! Oh god! Season of the Forest is going to come back with it again. I swear it will. Brand new it will. T-shirt this year. It will. And, some, um, and how is season of, of the Forest Broadway? Stuff. How is season of the Forest Broadway? <laughs> the show is Broadway. Good luck explaining that one. At least Lion King. Maybe they'll do a Christmas version of the Broadway show. A show. Frozen. But no. Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. Here we are. So, <laughs> now that we've said that, what else is going on this summer? So, while well, this studios is literally like trying to survive. Um, everything is closed, mostly. It's like that song from the Lego, everything is awesome, but everything is closed. Yeah, we're going to do a remix right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, um, No Biz Like Showbiz is extended to September because it's a cute show. I like it. I like it. It's very reminiscent of like Hollywood studios and um, you know the way it should be, the way it should have been for the past fifteen years in Walt Disney Studios, really. But it was. It was at the beginning. It's basically yeah. they just brought back the old streetmosphere. Yeah, because let's face it, there is not much else. Yeah, it's really a struggle to get people there, and uh, I mean, you know, people will come for the attraction, Ratatouille, Crush, uh, Tartar, but then the, uh, apart from that trio. Rock and roller coaster until the end of summer. Yeah, but I mean, I'm already counting that one out because you know it's going away soon. Um, so they had they had Toy Story play days, which was super fun for ten days, one weekend. Yeah, didn't even run over across two. And then they removed the photo location. Could we not keep it? Who paid for it? Disney friends. Oh, like are they taking it back, putting it in someone's garage? Like I think it should have run all summer. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they should have. Keep saying. Why didn't they just keep that location to have, like, Woody and Buzz? Because it's in Toy Story Planet, and it would have given a bit of life. Like, why have them just literally across the street in Toon Studio, where you could just have them there? Even, like, run only one of the two locations in Toon Studio. Just move them over there so they can be in their land. Why but, are they just outside their land? the thing. Land? I get that the whole aim was to promote the movie. Fine. But by the time the play days finished, the film was out in France, what, two days? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? There's I nothing mean, to replace it. They had to replace. Uh, they had to replace the preview with just here's the show you can watch in the other park, but you can't be bothered to walk over there. But the thing is, like the, um, the budget is always the answer to all those things, and I don't know. I don't know the details. No one really knows. But I guess um, maybe Disney France paid for it for ten days, and then they were like, "That's it. Thank you. We've done a promo." You know, if it comes from their budget promo, they're not going to pay for it all summer. And if, if Paris uh, Disneyland doesn't have the budget to run it all summer, then they won't. You know. But anyway, it just feels like yep. a wasted effort. Sorry. Yeah, but it was it was cute when it lasted. Yeah, sure, but it was. And um, and our mini is coming to uh, Place de Rivoli for the summer. Random, but we love it. Love that how outfit. She, how she starts, what, on the same day as the Rendezvous Beaumont? So yeah. maybe that's a hint as to why. Maybe. But what happened to the rats? They were uh, cute last winter. Uh, pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe Pixar woke up and was like, 
y'all gonna have to stop putting the rats yeah, in they this like, like it, did they? wrongly shaped, wrongly sized lands that they shouldn't be out outside of the attraction because yeah, no, they hated that when not they shrunk. first started doing it. They're not shrunk, but so they put them on the other wall facing Toy Story Playland, but still. Oh, they put them just against a wall. Right. You wouldn't tell, but... So you don't have the buildings in the background. But, but I really but... like how they did it... I don't know if it... I think you had it at your, the Lion King press event, but we had it at the Ratatouille press event where they sort of... They lined the rats up against the book in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. And then you kind of make it semi-character dining. Yeah. You can just have it as you walk in. They just stood there. You get your photo as you walk in. Okay, great, thanks. Now go, yeah. go have your lunch. And the queues weren't crazy. I mean, granted, press event guests don't care about anything. Uh... But maybe if you give it to normal guests, there will be a huge queue, though. That could be a problem for the flow of the restaurant. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. But you can do it. You can do it. Anyone can cook. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the Rondo Hugo wants to back. Yeah. Until sometime in October? October 13. Okay. Yeah. And then it will close so, like, for, like, a month, and then it will come of, back like, as a Christmas such a one. Random, <laughs> random date. October 13. Yeah. So you get a bit of Halloween, but not too much. My guess is, no, I don't have any guess. No, I think they want to keep the the stands there, and it's going to take them, I guess they figure it's going to take them a month to make it Christmas. Maybe. That's my guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Sorry, texting. (laughs) That's going to get cut. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's what's going on with Sissy Ghost about it. There's a grease stand. That's fun. A what? They're adding grease into the rendezvous gourmand. That's good. Oh, fun. I'm, I'm just staying there because it's like what we've got. Oh, the merchandise is cute this year. I was thinking about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that I love. Is that is that grease? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's grease. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be funny if they had a chalet for that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the mer- the merchandise for that's really cool. They've kind of ditched the Eiffel Tower with, made out of the. What's it called? The cutlery. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they've kind of made it Mickey with his bread. Yeah. That's nice. I and like his barbecue. It. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, it's the mug element. is really cute. They have cute mug. Yeah. And all the other glasses they made by Aribas, you know, they always do quite an amazing job. Yeah. Like really them. good company. Yeah. They do, like, really amazing things for Paris. They're so lucky yeah. to have them. They're doing, at the moment, they're doing these really cool Lion King, like, toddlers. Oh. And they're just, no, they're oh, doing yeah. a once. And too. a once, yeah. 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 Mm. They're like... Changing the characters every couple of weeks or something, and yep. it's quite cool. Yeah. So that's that. Summer. Summer. Um, and then Halloween. Well, run Disney, and um, we haven't talked about Electronic. That's kind of summer. There's not much we can say about Electronic, but uh, it came back this weekend, and you know, it looks fun. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely a um, a specific. Uh, audience. So if you're not into EDM, obviously you're going to be completely different to that. And some of our yeah, there's no characters. Some of our readers, you know, don't really react to it. Some of them love them. It's like you like or you don't. Uh, but every year they seem to be upping them their game carefully but surely. And it's it's a bigger stage, and they do some custom projections and some really cool light shows. Um, it's a fun party. Yeah, and I always like watching how our US friends freak out about the fact we have an EDM festival. Yeah. in the park. That's well, always fun. You know. Uh, there, we always talk about each each park has to cater to their guests and their audience. And hello, Europe loves EDM, and they're riding the wave, and good for them. Yeah, and it usually does quite well, I think. Yeah, it, it does quite well. And also, um, the line, the DJ lineup is getting better and better every year. 
Um, all the big ones who go to yeah. all the European festivals stop there now. It's become a stop on the circuit. And so, great. Yeah, it's they've got a like, really good lineup this year. It's going to become like Paris's summer EDM festival because yeah. there's not that much like so close to Paris. So, good job. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I went last year. I thought yeah. it was okay. I think and, it's, it's good. and it's a good use of the stage. I mean, they, they, they use it for Magical Pride. They use it for poor jazz. And um, they use it uh, by jazz. Um, and they use it for electronics, so it's kind of a way also to, you know, they make their money out of it. it mm. They pay for it, install it, but it also stays for a couple of months while they run all those summer events. Um, oh, the stage is also basically the stage that they use for um, the other thing, Marvel. Marvel, yeah, of course. Yeah, Stark Expo and all this. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's heavily enhanced. Like, they put the roof and yeah. they put like three different panels on the side. It's quite yeah, a Yeah, but the core structure is the same. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, they've learned how to produce those nights to make them profitable, even if ticket sales are not always 100%. So, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got on that one. That's all we got on that one. Well, we're going to come back quickly, because then I have to go, <laughs> um, with your questions. So, um, stay tuned. Yeah. I don't know what we're playing for music. Surprise. Surprise song. <laughs> surprise Mickey. So, oh my god, let's play Surprise <laughs> Mickey. Okay, bye. <laughs> Goofy, come on. We need more cast members. song getting better feel the music every move you make these are the moments we'll remember and we won't let it change not a single thing we can make the whole world turn just for us come on we got this sunshine for days sing it up let the music take you away Every time we come together, we don't matter when or where we are. We dance from here until forever. Because you're by my side, I'll be by your side. We can make the whole world turn just for us. What we got? Peace and time for days. Let the music take you away. Whoa. Hey. Got me feeling this way. You're the sunny day. Hear the whole world say. Got me dancing. Got me singing. Got me feeling. The sun shines out the way. Got me dancing. Got me singing. Got me feeling. A sunshine type of way We can make the whole world Turn just for us What we got is sunshine for days So get up, let the music take you away What we got, got me feeling this way Sunny day, in a whole world day. Come on, hey! Can we dance it? Can we sing it? 
And we are back with your questions. So we kind of told you last minute. So um, we may not have a ton of them this week. We have we we have decent amount. Okay, cool. Let's go. Hit me. The magic everywhere. If DLP was to do a back to nice two AP soiree, what would or should they bring back for it? Space Mountain, the Terra Lune. Done. Wait, bring back an attraction? Yeah, it's not really nice two, but it's original. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they still have um, they still have the asteroids that are covered in tarps. Yeah, and um, and obviously those trains can probably be adjusted really easily to change the music. Oh, it's probably just like plugging in a new MP3 yeah. or something. I mean, I'm still I, I even I even be happy if they just turn off all the all the effects, like all the Star Wars projections, and just like change the music. Like you don't have to bring back the moon. Cool hashtag. We're going through this like super quick, by the way. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Marcus, if you could take any Disney movie slash IP and flesh it out into a money no object season slash festival, what would it be, and what would it consist of? This is a big one. Wow. Um. You know, I think we could really have some fun with a Hercules season. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> like you know, if it we're just thinking like you know, it doesn't make sense today, but. I think it would be really fun because, um, you know, the, the parades in the U.S. were really fun with Hercules. Yeah. You could have, like, a really cool parade and some really fun shows. Um, yeah. I don't know. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know. After just seeing, the like, the Mulan trailer, I would take a Mulan season. But I remember the old show. The old show in Videopolis was really good. Yeah. And you could flesh that out with some food and some stuff. And it would it'd be a small season, but it'd be, I think, a bit of fun. Yeah. You do something around Chinese New Year, early the year, yeah. Moonland season. I feel like it's not really a film, but I feel like um, the studios could do something fun with um, Disney Channel movies. Like they could have like oh, well. a. But they used to. They used to yeah. have a High School Musical. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, they could have like a High School Musical, Descendants, and like Camp Rock season, and just like you know, have like various offerings and just some fun things. Yeah. Quite cheap to do. Um, that would be fun. Yeah. Disney Parks Jack. Hi Jack. Hey Jack. Pirates and Princesses or Jungle Book Chive? Jungle Book Chive. Yep, sorry. <laughs> and then he's gonna follow up with Betty Rose. But wait, but let me uh, let me like let me just say I think it's not fair completely to Pirates and Princesses because we've had two seasons that were too close together and I think there's been a bit of a saturation of everyone. I still love Pirates and Princesses, but for the second season, I liked it the first time. But then, you know, it's always the same thing. And, and I think it's not as evolved as Jungle Book Chive, so you might not have as many angles to look at. Yeah. Like when the princess is on the stage in the middle, there's really not much going on, on the outside, especially the second season they really have. I like the show stops in uh, Pirates and Princesses. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The show stops are really good because you're really close to the audience, especially yeah. on the street. Yeah. But I think Jungle Book Chive has a bit more of a story. Yeah. Like, and you know, it feels like there's something there as opposed to just. Hi, we're pirates. Hi, we're princesses. We're going to fight. As much as fun as that fight is, I love no it. No one has really been able to explain yet why the princesses are fighting the pirates and how they exist in the same universe. But it's fun. Loved it. Yeah. But yeah. He's going to follow up with Betty Rose or Goldiva. So, Betty Rose. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, Betty Rose. She but, has more fun dialogue. Wait, but can, so um, are we considering 
both Pitch Rose and Goldie Vetch not be official Disney characters, and so we can break character integrity? Uh, sure, why not? Yeah, um, I like I like um, the original Bitch Heroes performer as Bitch Heroes more than Goldiva. She, I think she does a great job in both, but there is also an, a Goldiva that was there on lunch weekend, yeah. um, who I think like fits the role a bit more. But I still love both. I don't. It's, yeah. it's not a diss. Our performance See, it's just me, a casting. Yeah, for me, it's I prefer Betty Rose just because she has dialogue and it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's Goldiva. She's just. She's really good at the singing. Like the dancing is great. She doesn't know, have just quite, misses something. She doesn't have a personality. No. Not much. I mean she's she's just beautiful and good singer and just brings in the fun. Yeah. Okay. Just scrolling through a whole Agreed. Of things. So that means that we will take Jungle Book Jive featuring Betty Rose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean and bring in Jimmy as well. Bring I mean Can you imagine Jungle Book Jive with Betty Rose in like a jungle dress? So we'll have that as our AP night next year. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the DLP geek, is Rhythm of the Pride Lands a good enough show to feature permanently in Disney Park in a similar vein to Mickey and the Magician in the studios, or should it only run during this season? I think Mickey and the Magician is better. Yep. But I still think it's a good enough show. <sighs> yeah. It's a tough one. But it, it's a good show. Yeah. But Mickey and the Magician has a story... Uh, it's got the whole kind of range of stuff, whereas... Pride and I feel Lance like does. Making a Magician is quite distinct from any season or anything. It fits to the studio in the sense that it's a celebration of all those wonderful Disney stories. But the Lion King is so specific, and it works really well in the summer. I don't know if it warrants... Like, for example, Festival Lion King is permanent at Animal Kingdom, but it's also part of the African land. And here we're in Frontierland, we've talked about how it doesn't really fit in there. It's fine for the summer, and it fits for the season. I don't know if we'd want to have it all year long. And also, I'm not really 100% sure of the repeat factor of this one. Like, I could go to Mickey and the Magician 60 times and still love it. I yeah. don't know if I want to see Pride Lands 60 times. Not because it's not good, but just because it's a bit of like a Broadway concert, and after a while, you're just kind of like, well... You know, I've seen it, and it's really amazing. I don't know if I want to see it ten times, you know, a couple times yeah. per weekend is fine, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but it should be there long enough, and it is, uh, so that yeah. everyone who wants to see it this summer can, and also it's going to come back, so... I quite like the idea of rotating shows anyway. It just, I agree. It just means that, look, I want a Christmas show at Christmas. I think that's a nice thing. And I get that in the studios with Making the Magician as much as I love Magician, and I wish it went all year round. I, I do know, like how the, I do know, like the jazz. Then it goes away, and then we get excited again when it comes back. I think it's a great thing. Yeah, and you know it gets replaced with um, Mickey's Christmas Big Band, which is also great. Yep. And so, we and so like we're gonna be excited for Christmas Big Band to come back, and then we'll be excited for Magician to come back next yeah. year. I think it having a break is good because it kind of like breaks up guest fatigue, and and it gives them a bit of time to tinker with the show a little bit, so it never comes back exactly the same. Yeah, and the cast is always a bit different. Like, we have a new genie sometimes, and sometimes they return, sometimes they don't. Okay, here's my favorite question. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hi, Richie Disney. Who's Richie Disney? Oh, he's rebranded. Ah. Oh, okay. If two Disney princesses had to lip sync for their life, who would, <laughs> who would you like it to be? And it can also be a prince in drag. And what song would you like them to do? <laughs> wow. Um, so, <laughs> mm. I kind of want Cinderella to lip sync, because I think she'd go for it. 
You know, I think Aurora has it in her. Yeah, maybe. Because Aurora, she sleeps a lot, but she's really just a party girl. She's like that. She's that one princess that just does nothing else but enjoy <laughs> her princess life. Yeah. No, Cinderella just enjoys a princess life. What else does she do? Yeah, but she has to deal with the sisters and all that. Like, she's had it rough, man. Yeah. Like, Aurora, like, she just slept, and then, like, some hot guy kissed her, and then she was, like, back to life. <laughs> oh, she went, she, like, lived in a forest for about 16 years. Right. I mean, a, a, like, a beautiful enchanted forest. It's kind of like, she lived, she, she lived in a, in a glamping site <laughs> behind Indiana Jones for 16 years. It's not bad. I think Rapunzel would be a bit of fun, too. Yeah. Rapunzel, like, knows how to have a good time. You know, I would like to see um, Giselle. Oh, my God. From... Yeah. <laughs> from um um what is that movie so enchanted Enchanted, giselle from enchanted um maybe lip sync against um i don't know i think anna knows how to have a good time too or anna so yeah yeah not elsa she's not fun no elsa's a bit boring no and what song oh anything from rupaul That's a harder question, the song. Yeah. Also, right. Richie, that was a shit question just to mess with us. We know it. You're going to pay for this. Okay. <laughs> Is he back on the next one? I don't know. I don't know. He lives in Iceland now. Yeah. North. Plaza Gardens. Hey. Love the podcast, firstly, guys. Me and my boy, Shay Wade, want to know what you guys' all-time favorite outdoor show in DLP is was. Hands down, Princess Waltz over here. Chocolate drive. <laughs> I mean, um, I can't, I'm kind of tempted to say it, but I know it's well. Are we talking only stage shows? And is Jungle Drive drive a stage show? Maybe outdoor um, show. I don't know. Like, well, I, I, I do. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm, the, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I really enjoy Surprise Mickey. Oh, that's in its cool. own in its own genre. You know, because yeah. it's kind of like. Obviously, you can't compare. It's hard. It's hard to really pick one because all those shows are quite different. You can't compare Jungle Book Drive no. with like uh, you know the Princess Waltz and Surprise Mickey. These are all different. I liked Happy Anniversary. No, I didn't. Oh, I did. No. I'm not a fan of the Waltz because I think the story is stupid. There, I said it. I think the Waltz is until Pirates and Princesses. Sorry, the best princess show we had. Yeah, and I mean the the dances and the costumes and the setup and the music, great. But the guy with his fairy tales, like I'm so over it. Yeah, he. See, what I would really have loved for the very final day or the final show or something is him to like actually come out and be like, "Guys, I got this," and then he actually does. Nah, he didn't. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, shattering it. Uh, we've already answered. Kern's question. He said, Rhythm to Pride Land or Making a Magician and why? We read it. Making a Magician, yeah. We answered it. Yeah. But again, you know, it's everyone has different. It. I don't think you can compare those two shows. Just like you can't really compare Jungle Boo Drive and Pride Lands because they're such two different styles and it really depends what, what you're in the mood for and what your sensitivity is towards shows. Um, obviously if you love theater and Broadway and all this, you're going to love Pride Lands. If you're more of like a Disney parade style show, I should stop calling it a parade, but you know, Disney classic It's not a parade. Celebration. super quick down Main Street. Yeah. Don't stand on Main Street. Um, yep. 
Next, um, next questions. We have three minutes. Okay, we've got two. <laughs> we can do this. Yeah. Ella McConnell, probably too late and a boring question. But what are your top tips for the most affordable stay? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky enough to have a big boy annual pass. Okay. Well, well, let's face it. Staying off site. Uh, I'm a big fan of the high park. And you can find some rates for like 70 pounds. Yeah. Sometimes you book in advance. Um, the some of the, is quite good too. Some of the other Baldova Hotel as well sometimes have good deals. Hotel Spa is pretty good. Even Elise sometimes has good deals depending Just on the weekend. Hotels.com, Booking.com, um, all of those kind of places. What I like about High Park is that you can walk in 15 minutes, you'll be at the gates. So it's yeah, further it's than Newport. Than Santa Fe, really. Yeah, it's further than Newport, but not that much. Not that much. So and it's um, a different security gate. Yeah, which will go faster. So in the end, it might well, be. Will the same. It now? Because now they're dropping that bus. Yeah. Uh, we should have mentioned that in the news section. Actually. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it next time. There's a new bus stop. Yeah. And new RER entrance. Bus station. Oh, yeah. The RER entrance is fun. <laughs> the inside is not really pretty, but the outside is nice. Yeah, the inside's a bit grim. Yeah. But that's so. okay, because then you're on, like, you know, RER property. They don't care. You've, like, you've been handed off. Yeah. When I you're outside, you're still kind of, like, in Disney property. But yeah. when you go on the platform, then, you know, you're going to be on the RER anyway. Your dream has been crushed. <laughs> it's just the light just flickers and yeah. goes out oh, like, God. It's just like, yeah anyways mm -hmm. that uh, was our review of the RER <laughs> next and a review of the RER <laughs> yeah it's grim it's not the worst you get used to it anyways go yeah time yourself trying to get there to go no that's fun yeah. <laughs> you won't make Phantom Manor inside Jordan oh, right. we almost made we almost didn't make the Eurostar so oh my god Jeff and I almost <laughs> missed the Eurostar we were a bit slow leaving. Yeah. Like, I two, think we made it with two minutes to spare or something. It's Jack's fault. Disney Park Jack. Yeah, we almost missed that train. That'd Too many hugs. Like, that cost us like 150 pounds or yeah. something. You're mad about this. Anyway. No, no, I'm not. Cause we made no, it. but I mean, yeah, we made it. Anyway, Greg Doors, last question. Favorite ride at DLP? Mine is probably Pirates of the Caribbean. I think mine's Pirates of the Caribbean. You know... Well, mine is Space Mountain Mission 1, but since it doesn't exist, I think the sort of like, in practice, I don't think I realized it, but I think Big Thunder Mountain is sort of like my to-go ride when I'm like, you know, when, because let's face it, as fans, we sit around a lot and we watch a lot of shows. Oh yeah, we do. But sometimes when you decide, oh, let's go ride something, like, I feel like Big Thunder always is the first one that comes up in my head. I found that weirdly, yeah. Even though I think I prefer Big uh, Pirates because I just love its queue. I, I think its queue is just amazing. I kind of like, should we do Big Thunder or, and it's kind of come back now because obviously we had a year without it, Phantom Manor because it's always a walk-on. Yeah. Well, I feel like the thing, the thing with Big Thunder is that it's so, it's such a good one to share with friends. So, because you all like the same train and you see each other and you take the photo and you can like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I feel like you're more like it's outdoors yeah. and you can see each other. Like, so. And it has fast pass. And it has fast pass. Um, yeah. So I would have to say like Big Thunder, I really like it. And also, you know, uh, Paris, Paris Pride is the best in the world. So yeah. um, we have to appreciate what we have. Um, it's, it's the best setup on the island and everything. Yeah, that's so big thunder. That. So, yeah, I have no more questions. No more questions. Well, thank that's you everyone for sending it. other questions. That was a bit quick, but um, we raced through it in ooh, fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, we did it. All right.
Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening uh, to this summer edition of the podcast. Who knows when the next one's going to be? Well, the next one is going to be... We're prob- we could do it in the queue. No, the next one is going to be live from D23. Yay! So... Um, we have, like, the Avengers. What? It's, like, all of us. Oh, yeah. It's, like, everyone. We'll have everyone. We have Seb, we'll have Richie, we'll have maybe Elliot from Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. David at Disney. <laughs> this is going to be, like, everyone talking to each other. Um... We're going to be tired and in a queue, so... Yeah, so um, next one should be... Um, Disneyland special. Mid-August, mid-late August uh, for... Um, that's a long time, though. Maybe not. Yeah. Oh, we, maybe could, we, we could do something. Maybe we'll do another one. Surprise. We'll surprise you. We'll do a surprise podcast. Surprise Mickey. Uh, yeah, I'm free. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right, well, thank you for listening. Um, and, you know, obviously, if, um, if you're not going to Disneyland Paris before September 22nd, um, do. Yeah. Because it's a really great season, and um, if you and and this is not like marketing talking, but if you if you like um, you know asking yourself, oh, should I go this summer? Or should I go this summer? Yes, you should definitely go this summer because it really is something special that they've made, and you will really enjoy it. And you can thank a late, thank thank us later. I, I was actually <laughs> surprised by this season. I I expected good. I don't think I expected how good. Yeah. So they've done really well, you know, and. It's important to, and not you know, uh, not everyone loved it, um, but ninety nine percent of people loved it, and it's important, I think, to say when it's good and not just when it's bad. So, it's good. So more of that, please. And uh, well done. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you Jeff for being here for the podcast. Thank you. Summer mode on. Holding on, <laughs> holding on the fort, and um, yeah, and then we'll see you in August. Yay! Bye bye. <laughs>